For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Miss Cindy took to the ice during a break in the action in front of 8,437 fans at the Forum, wearing only a King's hat, white figure skates, and holding a King's pen. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Kick off your St. Paddy's Day weekend with Eaton Rapids Craft Company. There's festivities all weekend long, starting Friday with drink specials galore, corned beef and cabbage, rube. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sparrows down on sports. On Lansing Sports Station, the game 730 AM. Starring the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. The Sparrows Stout on Sports is Michigan's longest-running sports radio show. From high school to college and the pros, Tim has you covered. Give him a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or send him an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Now, celebrating his 30th anniversary on the radio in mid-Michigan. And a member of the Michigan Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Here's the Dean himself, Tim Stout. On behalf of our partner Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, good morning everybody. Today is Monday, March 13, 2023. And welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports here on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. It is the home, as you know, of all the local sports shows in the area. And we come to you live here from the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Driven Collision at 3200 West Main Street in Lansing, 977-0955. Good morning from the staff of Joe Laird. I already saw a couple of candidates of vehicles that will end up perhaps a driven collision because they banged into each other on a snowy day, a slippery day here in mid-Michigan. We'll have a driven collision story of the day going through the morning. Maybe it has something to do with the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments. Ayani will be in here, I guess. I hope, right? He's due in the middle hour today. We go over all this, and you can can join us at any time on the Culligan Water Hotline at 340-263. Our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. Brock's here. I'm Tim. Pure Green Smith Tree breaking sports moments as they happen. Pure Green Smith Tree is at 703-1111. Anytime you got problems with the trees, you got landscape help you want, driven collision to the rescue at any time of the year. All right? Away we go. Okay, if you're listening around the world, it is snowing in mid Michigan. There are a couple of inches on the ground. There have been a few at least fender benders in the area. Brock's been reporting on the traffic this morning, and so the winter clearly is not over in our area. We, we get rid of it, then it comes back. We get rid of it, then it comes back. Well, it's back, and be careful wherever you go today. But we have a busy week ahead, okay? We're in the heart of March Madness here in the middle of the month. The NCAA Selection Sunday has now 
Uh, gone in the books for the men and the women. We'll get everything all updated for you. See what you think. Brock tells me we have tickets to give away for all of the semifinal and final sessions of the uh, girls' state high school basketball semifinals and finals Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week at the Breslin Center. Got a pair of all-session tickets, so a pair of tickets to all 12 games this weekend, this so coming weekend. One of you will get, uh, well, if you want, when you get on the air, say to Brock, I want to be in the running. Be a good call. Be a good call on the air. You're in the running for the girls' basketball tickets. We'll give away a pair today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, okay? Uh, although the boys get front, step, front and center today, the boys' regionals are tonight. Brock eventually will go over the games with the mid Michigan teams. Tomorrow, Seven teams left. tomorrow we got uh, the quarterfinals in the girls' tournament. Yep. And then Wednesday, we have the boys' regional championship games. Then Thursday and Friday are the girls' semifinals over two days at the Breslin Center. The girls' championship games are on Saturday. And then the boys next week have the quarterfinals on Tuesday. Their semifinals are Thursday and Friday. And their championship games are on Saturday, March the 25th. And you'll hear all the girls' championship semifinals and finals games here on WVFN beginning just before 12 noon on Thursday. And toward that end, the uh, Stout on Sports, the Sparrow Stout on Sports, this week and next week, Thursday and Friday, this week and next week will go 9 to noon because we do carry on the network all of the girls' semifinals beginning at noon, Thursday and Friday this week, and the boys' semifinals, and those are our Farm Bureau Insurance traditional Boys State High School Basketball Tournament Program Specials. Farm Bureau Insurance gives us gifts to give away on the air. We salute them for their uh, loyalty not only to us, but the Michigan High School Athletic Association through all the years. So there you go. As I say, Ioni is doing here uh, in the middle hour. We'll go through all the obvious stuff with him, and away we go here on a Monday, a Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Brock, right out of the chute, because I don't want to miss this up, and we want to salute him this morning. We'll give you our Gillespie Group uh, uh, daily high school salute. The Gillespie Group, of course, is renowned for quality and recognition throughout the area with all of its building projects. Pat Gillespie has built that company, 90 employees strong, into a huge company of great projects under construction everywhere, but let alone the mid-Michigan area. And this morning, the Gillespie Group, uh, I don't know if you saw this or heard this, we're saluting this morning the athletic director uh, at uh, DeWitt High School, Mike Bry. It's spelled B-R-Y-A. It's pronounced Bry. That confuses people both ways through the years, but uh, there's the spelling and there's the pronunciation. Our congratulations and that of the Gillespie Group this morning to, to uh, DeWitt High School Athletic Director Mike Bry. He has been named the Region 7 Athletic Director of the Year by the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. There are 14 uh, honorees across the state of Michigan who are Regional Athletic Directors of the Year, and Mike Bry will be honored at a uh, gathering this weekend in Traverse City. So our congratulations to him. Uh, they've had a lot of good athletic directors at DeWitt. Uh, through Terry the, Rayburn for many, many years. And uh, when Terry retired, Mike Bright took over, so he is the Region 7 uh, athletic. I don't know how far Region 7 goes across the state of Michigan, but good for him. And the Gillespie Group uh, salutes Mike Bright this morning. The Gillespie Group, okay, across the mid-Michigan area with quality building projects. The Sears Building in Frandor is a Gillespie project. They've got another building that's beautiful looking. It's almost done right next to the new McLaren Health Center. The Gillespie Group. This morning salutes DeWitt High School Athletic Director Mike Bry, the Region 7 uh, 
Athletic Directory of the Year, along with 13 others in the state of Michigan. So there we go. Uh, we got the brackets in. Brock is giving me a bill. When I walked in, I did not know this. And he's quoting the Detroit News this morning. Tony can, Paul. Uh, you can give the story from the Detroit News this morning, a pure green Smith tree breaking sports moment involving Michigan State women's basketball. Oh, hang on. i got to find it here. Hang well, they've on. turned down, I guess, an opportunity to play in the women's NIT, uh, which I guess does not surprise me. What does surprise me is the lack of any public information relative to the direction. Uh, since Susie Merchant went down January 28th, uh, they haven't said boo other than they've had an interim coach handle them to the end of the season from January 28th till now. There's no word on wherever the program is headed moving forward other than the fact that the Detroit News says Michigan State's women have opted not to play for whatever reason in the women's NIT tournament. Here it is. The MSU women's basketball team declined a WNIT bid per a team spokesman. And this is, uh, and then Tony Paul says, it's been a tough season on so many fronts. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, so <clears throat> they finished 16-14, and 14, and uh, they won one game and lost one game in the Women's Big Ten Tournament. And, I mean, when they were yakking about maybe getting an NCAA bid, I thought, well, if you print that, uh, you're not really printing anything more than coaches' rhetoric because they're not going to play in the NCAA tournament. Unless, but, they, unless they won the tournament. Unless they yeah. won the tournament. That didn't happen. And when they got knocked out, when they said, well, you know, maybe we'll get a no, you're not getting a bid. You might get one of the WNIT, and then a decision has got to be made. So, at any rate, so, the, so that ends their season. Hockey over. is more than likely over. Over, although I guess there is some kind of a complicated formula. Uh, the uh, NCAA 16-team hockey selection show is this Sunday afternoon. I don't have the time in front of me, uh, but a lot of things would have to happen for Michigan State to sneak in the back door as the 16th team. And even if they got in, then they're a four-seed playing a one-seed. That, but but they're not in, yeah, and I don't think they will be. But we'll have yeah, to see. It's it's a long shot. Uh, they're 16th right now, but whoever wins Atlantic Hockey, uh, their tournament's going to finish below them. We'll probably have Dave uh, Ellis on. I probably he's usually on Tuesday. We'll have him on tomorrow to talk about it. But yeah, it's remote. Uh, I told you guys last week. I told all you guys. Uh, maybe I was arguing more when the uh, Channel 10 is... Probably. I said Michigan State does not want to play Ohio State when we saw Ohio State play Iowa. I said if they play Iowa, they're going to have a revenge motive after that overtime loss in Iowa City. And I don't think Iowa's tough enough to blah, blah, blah. I said I, I think State's got a tougher time playing Ohio State. They're on a roll. They've won two games in that on that to court. Uh, they just played Michigan State. They gave them all they want. They're feeling better. And the classic was their best player didn't play. Sensible. Bryce Sensible, yeah, who's a potential draft choice this year. I mean, uh, he's a freshman, and he didn't play, and uh, the rest is history. Ohio State won that thing. So, of course, now I see all the media is all excited about some of these guys sending State to the Final Four, and one of them's got him in the national championship game and losing to Texas. Well, you know what? In advance, everybody can have an opinion. Sure. In advance, everybody can have an opinion as to who's going to win, who's going to lose, who got a good draw. My immediate reaction on the draw when I I was on the train last night. Yeah. That's another story. In we'll and have time itself. to get to that at That's some That's another point. classic story. I was on the train from Chicago to, uh, to East Lansing by default uh, and by last chance, last choice. But at any rate, I'm on the train, and when I saw that Michigan State was going to be in Purdue's region, I said to Doc, it would be better for them 
in my opinion, if Purdue's a two seed, not a one seed, since State's a seven, because I think Michigan State, if it beats Southern Cal, and that's 50-50, but if it beats Southern Cal, in my opinion, in Columbus, Ohio, on Sunday, Michigan State would have a better chance to beat Purdue than it would against Marquette, assuming Marquette beats Vermont on Friday. Uh, I, think Mar I think Marquette's rolling. That doesn't mean State can't beat them. No. But... Uh, in my opinion, if they, if, to me, I, I don't know how Tom feels. I don't know how Israel feels. I think they will match up better and have a better chance playing. I don't mean they'd beat Purdue either, but I think, in my opinion, they'd have a better chance against Purdue than they would Marquette. And Purdue's the one seed in Marquette's too. I don't think this year. They're no large beat Southern Cal, though. I, 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 they're not. I, well, Southern Cal's got a better record. Uh, at any rate, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of difference at all between the top 12 teams. I mean, if I had to guess, I, I hate to go with the one that's the overall one seed. I think Alabama's going to be a tough out. I oh, think, yeah. I, I think Alabama's going to be a tough out. That's the overall number. And the only reason I say that is their best player has weathered the critic, critic, criticism storm of, of, you know, being involved with this gun incident. He's playing, and he's playing well, and they're playing well. And they buried a very good Texas A&M team. Yeah, they did. To win the, uh, what, the SEC tournament. The SEC tournament. tournament in Nashville, yeah. I'm wary of Purdue. P Purdue, when, so I'm on, a, I'm on a train and I'm watching the end of the, I tune in, the, I can stream and I get the Purdue-Penn State game. And, you know, Purdue's up by 17 points with six minutes to go. But I've seen this act before. Yep. So have I. You know, I, I think the Big Ten coach of the year is the wrong guy. I don't think it's Northwestern's guy. I, I'm not sure the Big Ten coach of the year in actual coaching from where they were and where they are is this guy from Penn State. Oh, yeah. Micah Shrewsbury. And by the way, these guys are a 10 seed. Good luck playing them. Oh, my goodness, yes. Good luck playing Agreed. them as a 10 seed. I mean, they're right in every game if they don't win it outright. They won 22 games. Come on. And he's not the Big Ten coach of the year because they started out a little bit slowly. Mm -hmm. But even when they lost, they were right in there in all a lot the of way. Games. In a lot of games, yeah. I think as a 10 seed, I think they're a tough out. That, that doesn't mean they're going to win it all. And I didn't think they'd beat Purdue yesterday. But, boy, they came as I mean, I, did you watch the end of the game? I didn't, no. Well, I thought there was a little bit of a bizarre call didn't mean that Penn State was going to pull it out but they cut it from 17 to 1 uh, I think you know you can tell Purdue's coach Matt Painter is exasperated because as he said we won they won 29 games and lost five but a lot of those 29 games appeared to me that during the game they're going to blow them out and then they got to sweat it out to hold off and win the sure. game and I, I, I don't know, boy. They're, to me, they are going to have to. I don't to, trust Purdue in the tournament. They're going to have to. They're they're going to have to up the ante if they're. Yeah, gonna their hang guards got to play better. Well, I think they. I mean, without Edie, I mean, they score in the sixties and he's getting thirty. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think they'll win the probably over Texas Southern or Fairly Dickinson. But then their second game, which I think's against Memphis, batting down the hatches. Memphis or. Or Florida Atlantic. The Florida Atlantic's thirty-one and three. I hear they're good too. Florida Atlantic's the nine seed. They're thirty-one oh and three. Goodness. Florida Atlantic thirty-one and three. But That's whoever, why they're a nine. You know, I mean, I'm just telling you. Memphis the eight, just beat Houston the that, other uh, yesterday. Then they're an eight seed. Yeah. I mean, I I think you know all these things. 
I, I mean, I think you're for good luck on these bracket sheets. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, good luck on these bracket no sheets kidding. trying to figure out, you know, who should. The, yeah, I mean, I think all those twos are. I, but I think Marquette's pretty good. Everybody says, well, you know, State didn't want to play Arizona. They didn't want to go West. They didn't want to play UCLA. Well, UCLA's got injuries. UCLA lost the other night. Yep. I think Arizona's good, not great. Uh, but I think Michigan State would have. That's just me. Would have had a better shot if they beat Southern Cal playing Purdue instead of Marquette in the second but with game. A, but, but they, unless there's more than eight teams in the ends in in out of the Big Ten, they don't schedule. Well, them. that's the next thing. I mean, this they guy, don't seed them that way. The, the, I mean, this they guy, put, they, this can't play him until Andy Katz, boy, I tell you what, in January he had Rutgers winning the NBA title by far the second best team. But they didn't even make the tournament. Nope. You can argue whether they should have or not, but yeah. they're not in it. They were the only team that I was surprised that didn't. And I hear it. all these go. Oh, there's going to be ten Big Ten teams. There could be eleven. But come on, nope, eight. And 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 eight of them. But there are a lot of games right Wisconsin there. Wisconsin didn't deserve to get in. Michigan didn't deserve to get in. I was a little surprised. But Rutgers doesn't have enough talent. They don't have enough talent. They just and they can't. They don't score enough. I think Ohio State finally ran out of gas in game four in four days. Yeah, yeah. You know, they hung in there as hard as they could against Purdue. I think Purdue had a tremendous break in its schedule. You know, played Rutgers, Ohio State, and Penn State. If you have that path to win the Big Ten tournament, to me, that's a path you take. You, you, you'd you want that. And, oh, sure. And when they were up 60-43, to 43, I thought to myself, 60-43, to 43, um, you know, I mean, I thought, well, they're going to blow this thing open and blah, blah, blah. And what a, and then all of a sudden, things started to change, as you know. So, at uh, any rate, uh, away we go. We're overdue for a quick break. Let's take one. What say you? Where one of you, if you want them, gets a pair of tickets for the semifinals and finals of all the girls' tournament games this weekend at the Breslin Center. Brock will draw for one pair to give away each day this week through Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, we're on this week and next week, 9 to noon, because we're carrying the girls' semifinals this week, the boys' semifinals next week. And you're listening to the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. It's the Red Hot Place in Lansing in the Frandor Shopping Center, Sparty's Coney Islands. It's where all the world's problems get solved by everybody that loves the place, and it's only open till 2 o'clock each day. The breakfast on Saturday or any other day are great, but those Sparty Coney Islands are fantastic. Catering carry out the works, okay? Oh, there are other items on the menu, but on Tuesdays, you can get the Sparty's Coney Island Spectacular for half price, $1.99 for Coney's. That's on Tuesday. Sparty's Coney Islands in for more than 15 years, custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos has been the leading full-service design-build remodeling company anywhere in our state. If you're curious about the differences that they have from the other companies, well, I'm here to tell you custom-built is a fantastic company. We had them put a deck on our home. They did it in 11 days. It was absolutely spectacular. They designed it. They did the work. But for any remodeling projects you have in your home, decks, whatever, you contact Custom Built Design in Okemos. Infinity Chiropractic, serving our area for 40 years under the ownership of Dr. Harry Satimi. Their offices cover the area between East Lansing, St. Joe Highway, and Lansing and Grand Ledge. They're always accepting new patients. They welcome patients of all ages and enjoy caring for infants, children, expectant mothers, and families. Stop in at any of the three offices and be sure to find a family. You'll see they're having their spines checked 
and fixed. A total of six chiropractors between the three offices. Infinity Chiropractic. It is always golf season at Michigan State's Forest Acres Complex. The pro shops have terrific closeouts on special apparel and merchandise. Great for gift giving. Check the website at any time for the latest on golf activities. That's golf.msu.edu. Call 355-1635 for any information on tee times and availabilities and practice anytime in the heated stalls on the East Course. The 2023 season will be better than ever. So always think golf is ongoing in MSU's Acres Golf Complex. First impressions are lasting impressions. And these days, that's more important than ever. Before your potential customer ever sets one foot inside your business or calls you on the phone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Upgrade the stores with new renovations on a consistent basis. And it's also so convenient to get in and out right away seven days a week. A lot of things on sale. The stores are fully stocked. They're neat, clean, sanitary. And for all those special occasions, you can dart in and out anytime, seven days a week. Try them. Tom's Food Centers in Okemos in Portland. Doggy Daycare and Spa is proud to be the area's original doggy daycare center. With nearly two decades in business, we strive to provide your dog with the very best in cages daycare, overnight boarding, and a full line of grooming services. Our expertly trained staff's commitment and love for your four-legged family member will be apparent the first time you step through our doors. With location in Lansing and Okemos. We are convenient for everyone. Give us a call at 333-WOOF. That's 333-9663. Visit us online at lansinghiphounds.com or better yet, stop in for a tour today. Doggy Daycare and Spa, where the hip hounds hang out. Our friend Val Orlando has done so well with City Limits in Mason, right? Well, he also has an all-state insurance agency that you hear us talk about uh, all the time. He has a new location now with same great service. Stop in and say hello. The new all-state office next to the Secretary of State's office on Cedar Street and College Road, just off 127. Call for information on all-state insurance options at Val Orlando's agency at 969-5300. That's 969-5300. Valorlanders Allstate Insurance. It's a new year, but my same wonderful habit. I find myself right back here at Dusty Cellar in search of my 6 for 66 wine club and the wine bar and the tap room. And there's Matt Rhodes. Matt, good to see you. Good to see you, Michael. And yes, 2023 is going to be a fun year. Our Cabernet Club has been a big hit. And we look forward to adding more clubs throughout the year. What about the rest of Dusty's, the wine bar and the tap room and those other services you offer? Yeah, the wine bar and tap room are going strong. The wine bar for casual fine dining, the tap room, your local neighborhood pub. Uh, in the past, uh, I've used your catering services both at your place and at my house. Are you still going to offer those? Yes, we do for all top events, being family, social, corporate, either on-premise here at Dusty's in one of our four private dining areas or at your home or business. Even tailgates, too. So join me, Michael Patrick Shields, and join the 6 for 66 Wine Club at Dusty's Cellar. You know by now it's on Grand River in Okemos and online at DustyCellar.com. Cheers, Michael Patrick. Good 
morning from Evan Wilson at Climax Insurance. He's there to help you every way, every day. It's a phone number easy to remember, 816-2000. And go online, ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the request a quote button that gets you a free gift card. Spend it any way you want, okay? And then from there, okay, from there, you can check and see what he's got for you in the world of insurance. It'll take what you have and almost assuredly will make it better. Evan Wilson, 816-2000 or ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the request a quote button. From the White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Don't forget all of the stats that we have every day here on the Sparrow Stout on Sports are quality dairy stats. Quality dairy, more than 80 years young, serving our area. This is the Lenten season, and their bakery has products that maybe work for you, especially during the Lenten season. It's been that way from quality dairy for a long, long time. So the stats that we provide for you, those are clearly quality dairy stats. Color Your Water Hotline is 342263, our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. It's, it's uh, unique, isn't it, not that the same night you had the men's NCAA pairings announced, the women's announced, the NIT men's selection show uh, was Which great. was what, last night? It was it? last night. It was good because I got to, you know, use it and then cheap shot a few of the Michigan guys. Of course. You know, uh, would have been you at the same time, but... But you're no fun anymore. Well, I mean, Michigan you're no fun deser- anymore. Michigan deserves to be in the NIT and so not, Michigan, not the NCAA. They're home tomorrow night to play Toledo. Yeah, Toledo's 27 and 7. Why isn't Toledo in the NCAA tournament? Because they didn't win the MAC tournament. That's why. And did you see that the CBI tournament in the final stages decided against uh, uh, inviting Detroit Mercy yep. because they thought it'd be cheesy? To have that Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy with a 14-19 record just come in, score four points, break Pete Maravich's record, when they really weren't much of a team to begin with. Now, they yeah. don't, look, that thing to begin with, if you got to pay to get the tournament, some tells me yeah, you're that's desperate wild. to play games, but yeah. they had a losing record. So he ends his career. The, the, the irony of that is he, uh, he comes three points short. It, he got his points in five years. The pistol got him in three. But the pistol took more shots in three than this guy took in five. Now, I remember the pistol fired yeah, it I up know. there. You know, he was close to my heart. <laughs> I mean, uh, for him, there was an eye in the word team. And the, the pistol was very entertaining when he played at LSU. 44 points a game in three years with no shot clock and no three-point shot. you got to take a lot of shots to do that. Yeah. Near and dear to my heart in that regard. So his record stands, and the guy at Detroit Mercy just ends up second all time in career point. But there's still a great accomplishment. But their but season is now done. Yep. Any rate, so now I'm getting emails that say uh, the Big Ten will go flying out of this tournament. Blah blah blah. All of them come. How many of the eight could go out by the first weekend? Because Purdue theoretically, well, even though it's an eight-nine game versus a one, assuming Purdue wins its opening game, uh, I can. I think you're going to see it. If you go by the seeds, I think the seeds that are, you know aren't the, the the best seeds, the top seeds. Uh, you're going to see a lot of these things completely change moving forward. But you like Kansas. I picked Kansas. Jesse asked me two or three weeks ago what to do, what, who, who to pick, and I just said Kansas. I, I haven't gone through all this because, like everything else, you know, you get sucked into about three different bracket right. pools. So, I mean, I guess I like Alabama in the South. I, I, think, the, I think the East, uh, I think that thing is absolutely wide open. 
you know, keep your eyes out on Oral Roberts versus Duke. As well as Duke is playing, Oral Roberts is 30 and 4, and everybody raves about them. Yeah, they won the Summit League tournament. Uh, so just League, keep your eye. Who wins Kentucky versus Providence? It's a 6 11, and they're both 21 Man. and 11. Um, and Michigan State, to me, if it got to a second weekend, very likely would have to go through somebody like Kansas State and then Kentucky. And I don't think either one of those would be easy. They played Kentucky 100 years ago this season and won a double yeah. overtime. But the, and then in that same regional, you know, you got Tennessee, Duke, Memphis, and, of course, Purdue. But I think Purdue blends in with all of them. Purdue's got a, I, I, Purdue to me is a shaky number one seed in a lot of people's eyes. And yet, like Painter pointed out, we won the Big Ten by three games. It, all those teams, you know, they all claim we're all that great. They still won it by three games. But I claim they won it by three games because after Purdue, I don't think there are any other teams in there you can trust. And they lost twice to Indiana, too. I can't trust Indiana. I don't trust Indiana. I just outside of Trace Jackson Davis, I mean, they didn't Jalen make it. Hood, Jafino. Uh, I mean, everybody I thought this is going to be a Purdue Indiana Big Ten tournament final, and all the Hoosier State will be in United Center in Chicago. Blah, blah. There's just right. one problem: Penn State beat Indiana. Right. I, I think Which Penn is why State. Why you don't trust Indiana? I, I think Penn State's a, that that coach to me. I, I mean, Michael I don't know. Shrewsbury. I don't know what his future. I. He sounds to me like he's more committed to Penn State than what people might think. Everybody talks about him going to Notre Dame. But you know what, though, Brock? they got to play Texas A&M. And even yep. though A&M yep. got buried by Alabama, A&M's good. Uh, that, I mean, that's a heck of a first game. And then they would probably have to play Texas because Texas will beat Colgate. So in Des Moines, Iowa, I mean, you got Texas A&M, Penn State, and Texas on the very first day. I mean, those are three teams right there. You can make a case to be in or out. Can you not? Um, I, I, I don't like the, uh, the Midwest region. I don't think there are many great teams in the Midwest at all. Uh, Texas is number two. You know, and Texas lost the coach. He got fired early in the year, Chris Beard. Yep. And then, his, what, his fiance dropped the charges about domestic assault. They say they're putting the, the final contract together for Chris Beard to be the new coach at Ole yep. Miss. Yep. And then in the West, I mean, I know you like Kansas, and I get that. Uh, but you know what? I look at all that. I'm going to take a run at Gonzaga in the West. I'm going to no. take a run on Gonzaga. Yeah, they don't play anybody during the regular season usually. They're, I just three, they're in a weak conference. Yeah, but they've got a, what I think is a very advantageous draw here is the 3C. They're playing in Denver. Uh, so I'll take Gonzaga. And, and in the Midwest, I mean, Houston's the one seed, but Houston to me looks like a gadfly to you. Know, I'll, you know, the, the, to, there's a dark horse. I think Miami of Florida is very good. I don't know if Texas A&M can go the way. Texas I'd have to see more of. So I don't know. Who's Gonzaga? Who's Gonzaga? They're in the West. They got Grand Canyon right Okay, they'll the win that one. And then play either TCU or the Arizona State-Nevada winner. Yeah, I Not guess easy. it's Arizona State. But you know what? The moment you start putting this stuff down, here come the so-called... I don't know how many upsets are going to be considered upsets, though. I always tell Brock, mostly get a rise out of him. The tournament starts in weekend number two. Now we're down to the Sweet 16. We get 52 riffraffers out of there. And by the way, you tell me, if I had... you got eight teams in the, uh, from the Big Ten. If I said to you... You can only win, you can't lose. How many of the eight Big Ten teams will be in the Sweet 16? What number would you pick? What number, one to eight, zero to eight, would you pick if you could only win, you can't lose? If I said, how many Big Ten teams will advance? With two. You got two. 
Two. I think Purdue will get to the Sweet 16. Uh, for whatever reason, I'll go at least three. Okay. But 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 that but the moment I say that, here they all go flying out. You know what I mean? Here they all. I, I mean, if you were Southern Cal and you were getting prepared to play Michigan State, how, I mean, how do you prepare to play Michigan State based off the different ways that they can play? You know what I mean? I know one thing with those conference tournaments. You get these teams on those neutral courts. And which is the NCAA tournament? Yep. You get them out of those home gyms, yep. and boy, the guys that, that those shots look different. Those, I mean, they just look different. I think when you're an underdog in this thing too, it's an advantage. And it was an under, it was an advantage in Chicago in a Big Ten tournament. I mean, you know, you had a 13 seed going four games in Ohio State. You had a 10 seed. All right, what was it? Penn State? Is that where they ended up, or wherever they ended up? Okay, so you had lower seeded teams that were flying through that thing. The team that. I couldn't believe the way it played was Michigan. Oh, they, they, they were just awful in the second half against R Rutgers. I mean, they didn't even look interested. I mean, that's just, it, it, they, Michigan got what it deserved, the, the, the NIT. I wonder how close Wisconsin, Michigan, and Rutgers came to saying no to an NIT berth. I, I don't just know. like North Carolina did? Well... The problem with Carolina is their fan base, even if they played a home game, I mean, it just, the moons don't line up for them to play in the NIT. With that, with the, you know, they're a blue blood. If, yeah, if, the NIT's, if the, won the NIT's that, beneath them. If they'd have won that thing, if they'd have won the NIT, all anybody would have been talking about was the fact that they're the first AP number one preseason ranked team in years. Yeah. That did not make the NCAA tournament. I'm not quite sure why they didn't either, because their record is similar to a lot of teams that are in here. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Um, like if you had, it, okay, so you like Kansas to win it all. Do you have a dark horse? I'm not talking about a mild upset. Uh, is there a dark horse in there that could win it all? I got a couple of them. I think. Go. Who do you think? I think Marquette, Duke, and Miami of Florida oh, okay. are all teams. I'm not sold completely on Arizona. I'm not sold completely on UCLA, and UCLA's got some injury issues. Um, from the Big Ten, I'm not sold on any of them. I'm just not. I'm not sold on Indiana. You know, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm not sold on any of them. And to your point, I think there are some of these teams are going to have. You know, why is Iowa going to win a game? Why is Illinois going to win a game? Iowa's going to have all they want with Auburn. The, in the problem, first round. as much as I like the way Penn State has improved greatly, Penn State's schedule's tough. As a 10 seed, they've got tough games that they'd have to. Well, they got to beat Texas A&M in the Saint opener, and, first, and yeah. they're going to have to play their brains out to do that because I think A&M is very dangerous. And I tell you what, but I don't think the Southeastern Conference is that far behind the Big 12. I think there's a lot of those SEC teams in there that are very athletic that are going to be tough to deal with. But that's why they play the games, and you know what? In advance, everybody can have an opinion. Sure. Nobody's wrong yet. You're not right, but you're not wrong. Take a quick break. Come back. Culling a water hotline is 342263. Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. On we go with the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports.
We've partnered for years with our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. You always get fast delivery and a variety of specials every day. Order online at cottagein.com. Convenient locations all over our area, especially East Lansing and Okemos. Cottage and Pizza offering a wide variety of gourmet pizzas, and you can build your own just the way you want. Handmade dough closes at 11.30 each night. Way to go, George Hoover, with the continued growth and success of our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. We always try to endorse the area's best companies. You know that through the years, MidMichigan has body shops galore. Number one by far I've seen is Driven Collision. Founded by Joel Laird and what a company he has. Easy to find, I-496 at the Lansing Road exit. Up the hill, on the right, no problem. His business has grown dramatically through the years because the work is so good for the customers. You get a lifetime warranty on the work of Driven Collision. A free loaner if you need one. He works with all insurance companies. Driven Collision, 977-0955. If you love golf and you just want a casual, easy, fun nine holes and you've been around here a while, Indian Hills and Okemos is exactly that. But the big thing about Indian Hills is Sam and JC do club repair and nobody in the area does club repair like Indian Hills does all year long. The phone number is 349-1010. They'll either make you a club from scratch or the repair the ones you have and give you good advice. And then go try it out on the nice easy nine hole layout. Indian Hills and Okemos 349-1010. You always have a great time at Scott Berman's One North Kitchen and Bar 5001 West Saginaw Lansing. It's in the old Reno's West location. Dine in or curbside service. All the info at onenorthdining.com or call 901-5001 for any special event. Open 11 to 11 and then till midnight on Friday and Saturday. A casual and entertainment-based environment where your gathering will have a great time every time. That's One North on West Saginaw in West Lansing. If you're struggling to pay your bills, help may be available. Come to the free community resource fair Tuesday, March 21st, where the Lansing Board of Water and Light and more than a dozen... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Heavy and it's safe and sound, and you ought to see all the people in the parking lot who enjoy city limits every single day. You can sign up for a bowling league for a special occasion seven days a week after a game or go watch games on the big screen TV. City limits on Cedar Street and Mason. Everybody knows where it is, and everybody loves it. You'll love city limits Cedar Street and Mason, too. Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting is moving to a new location. The number is the same, 694-9545 for Deb Alderding and her staff to give you the best tax and accounting help you'll find anywhere. The new address, all right, is located on the north end of Lansing near State Road. 15851 South US 27 Building 20 Suite 21 and if that's too much for you, call and get the direction. 694-9545 A new location now for Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting. Get more for your money at Meyer Right now, mix or match over a thousand items and pay just one dollar each when you buy seven of items like extra-large avocados, select varieties of Campbell's Condensed Soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, 
It's Double Points Week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Empers. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel. Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, dedicated to serving this state and only Michigan, founded in 1949 by Michigan farmers, members of Michigan Farm Bureau, who wanted an insurance company that worked as hard as they did, gave honest service, cared about Michigan's future. More than 800 associates to serve you, nearly 450 agents over all regions of Michigan, prepared to protect you from the risks of everyday life. Check out the ratings and you'll find that you always win with Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. For more than 80 years, MidMichigan has benefited from all those wonderful quality dairy stores. There's always one close to you. And as we like to say, it's always quality dairy time around MidMichigan in so many different ways. But convenience is number one. With fresh baked goods every day in the deli and a whole lot more for you. Pick up anytime you want for the most sundry items you can imagine. It's always quality dairy with quality start to finish. We love quality dairy taking care of so many people throughout mid-Michigan. There might be snow on the ground, but Leading Edge Golf says come on by and use our TrackMan machines and go play at any time. Leading Edge Golf, the number one golf retailer in the area. Jolly Road across from Okemos High School, six days a week, 12 months a year. Okay, 349-7274 for any questions. The season, the outdoor season, it's going to get here one way or the other. And Leading Edge Golf will be right there to help you. The number one golf retailer in our area. the station you've turned to for sports for over 30 years and the only one still standing we're lansing sports leader the game 7 30 a.m we're live in the driven collision studios here at wvfn radio driven collision 977-0955 the driven collision story of the day of course would be march madness uh, ncaa tournament style is here and so is Greg Ayani, the longtime former deputy athletic director at Michigan State, retired now, but gracious with his time to come in for a little bit on Mondays when he can do it and help visit with us. And he's in here this morning on a Monday. Well, here, you want a bracket sheet? Do you have, do you have a bracket How many of these things? Do you ever play these things at all? Do you ever feel? Well, that's right. You that, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Because Matthew used to tell me when he was at Purdue, I'd say, come on, give me the five bucks. They said, no, no, we're not allowed to do it. And not only that, they, they're insistent that it's a big-time thing not for any athletic department employees to play in these brackets. We, we would get notifications, Tim, three times a year from our compliance department. Uh, one is during bowl, right before bowl yep. season. One was right before the NCAA tournament, uh, and the other one was around the Super Bowl. Said so, you, you know you can't you can't get involved with these things. So, well, well, could athletic department employees anywhere in America, say in the state of Michigan, play DraftKings? Now that it's legal, or you don't know that? I don't know that. I would say no. My first thought would be no, but I wonder if it's come up at all. Oh, I yeah. mean, but not oh, only. Yeah, I'm sure it's And yet, on. on the other hand, though, Michigan State has an official betting partner. What, Caesar Sportsbook? Isn't yeah, it Caesar Sportsbook? So if you have an official betting partner. <laughs> I don't see how, how it would be okay for somebody in the athletic department to get involved with, uh, with betting. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't think, you know, your head coach. Is betting, you know, it's be like the Pete Rose thing. No, I hear you. Know, you. Uh, no. I, I just, I don't, I, I would, my, my guess would it be, would be that it, it would still be illegal. And if it's illegal, it shouldn't be. 
When he was at Purdue, who he used to tell me, don't even talk to me about that. Mm-hmm. They talk to us constantly. This is absolutely a violation of policy to get involved with any of these brackets. Well, it cost Rick Neuheisel his job at University of Washington. Yeah. Remember, he was he got involved in a, you know, in a, <laughs> in picking out his brackets, mm-hmm. and uh, it ended up he ended up getting fired. All right, but now you're retired. Retired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so this tournament, Tim, it's uh, you know I'm listening to you and Brock coming in. I couldn't tell you who's going to win. Oh, this I thing. can't either. I mean to tell, but I, I you know I can tell you a lot of teams that won't. And I think a lot of those teams are in the Big Ten. Well, let me start with the Big Ten tournament. What did you make of that? I enjoyed the heck out of it because the underdogs were winning. I thought, and I loved Penn State. Man, those guys play so hard. See, he Tim. to me is the Big Ten coach of the oh, year. Oh, he did a great job. He's a good coach. Yeah, he to me, because they struggled early. And I can remember listening to him after some of their early losses. And, boy, he let his team have it. You think Tom gets on him. He let his oh, team yeah. have it. They I mean, they were, you know, and they, they only lost to State by a couple of points. But that was December. And the only time they played in it was at State College. Well, you know, they've gotten better. They have. I wouldn't want to play him right now. I mean, they're they're a bunch of junkyard dogs, man. Plus, they can shoot it. Well, and they're a ten seed. And yeah. but, but but they got to play Texas A&M. I mean, right out of the shoot. That's a tough. Texas A&M is for good. And the winner of that yeah. probably is going to get Texas. And Texas A&M plays like they do. They they get in. They get into you. Play defense. They're just you know grind you and. Uh, That'll, that'll be an interesting but game. I, 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 he, he'll tell you, I told him, we argued, argued, argued. All those guys said, well, you know, Michigan, because they were going to play the winner of the Iowa-Ohio State game right. in the Big Ten. I said, in my opinion, Michigan State wants Iowa. That's a payback game. Iowa's so up and down. Do you think Iowa's going to make five threes in the last 30 seconds the next time they play on a neutral floor? I said, Ohio State's played two games on that floor. They just played Michigan State, played them tough. They got a little swagger. The only thing that I thought thought that might prevent Ohio State in the end was that their best player was injured in play. Correct. But they got over that. I can't believe they lost 12 straight games, by the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, they, they're very talented. They are very talented. And, and I they're think, all freshmen. And I uh, think by game four against Purdue, they finally ran out of gas they in did. the second half. They did. I just think the second half, Purdue, man, yeah, they go into that 7-4 guy, and I mean, he just wore him down. Yeah, he did. Um, but the, I, I just wonder in the big ten. Did you watch the championship game yesterday? I did. So I was on the I train did. by default. I'm on the train coming in from Chicago. So I'm watching it here. Well, it's sixty to forty three with six minutes to go. Game over. Yeah. You know, Penn State, and and, and I think part of that's Purdue too, though. I don't think that was all Penn. Isn't State. Isn't that Purdue's? That's uh, their M.O. M.O. Drive, this it, year, they, they get way ahead, and then they kind of let off the gas. And then well, they, I mean, yeah. they even were with Matt Painter yesterday. Even the Big Ten Network guys were saying, do you guys ever practice press offense? And he laughed, and he said, you wouldn't believe how much we do and how far we have to go yet. Yeah. Like he said, of our 29 wins, we won the Big Ten by three games. But a lot of the wins we had went right down to the wire. And a lot of those games I remember I saw, they were up by 15. Correct. And then the game goes right to the wire. You know, I, you know, I, again, I've said I, I like Purdue. I like Purdue because I think they're very deep. Okay, they they run guys out there that they have great role players on yes. that team. Uh, who's the Who's the kid that? Um, uh, I, uh, Mason Gillis. Okay, you know which one? Which yeah. That guy plays like a like his hair's on fire. I mean, he comes in there and he just does whatever he needs to do. They play good defense as a team. 
They've got they've got something that no one else has. No one has Zach Eady. I mean, you can say he's this, that, and the other thing, but no one else has got a guy like that, and he is a matchup nightmare. What do you do with him? How well, do you, my question you know, is now that they're out of the Big Ten and they're off their home floor, will the officials call his game when he's on the floor the same way that yeah, he's been that's called a great this question. year? Great Second question. of all, how much is Purdue going to play him of the 40 minutes? Because they've been kind of playing him more. And, you know, if he didn't play, they get beat every game. Oh, yeah. He had 30-whatever it was yesterday. He had 32 in the semifinal. I mean, one way or the But the, what I like about the guy from Purdue's standpoint is you can have him on the floor at the end of the game because he can shoot free throws. Exactly. Where a lot of those big guys, you got to get them out of there. Exactly. Because they're going to follow them because they can't make free throws. Yeah. But he can. Yeah. I mean, Purdue, he, Purdue's Achilles heel, Tim, is still their freshman guards. They're they're just not, you know, they're not they're not physically strong yet. Obviously, they're freshmen. They're a little worn down from um, uh, from a long season, and uh, you know, can they hold up? That to me, that's the question. Can Purdue's guards hold up? Because as someone said on on television, they're so right. The NCAA tournament is a it's a guard tournament. You better have guards. You don't have guards, forget it. Go home. Go home. You got no chance. Uh, I was at a wedding in Memphis, Tennessee, Saturday night, so I'm sitting around with people from here who I didn't know, and a couple of them said our favorite day to listen is Monday because Ayani's on there. I don't know if it gets They must any, not have much to do. I, I don't you know, know if it gets you any more money or anything <laughs> like that, but that's what they both said. They said, well, we like Monday the best because Ayani's in there on Monday, and he tells it like it is. And I said, well, I, that was somewhat of the uh, you know idea. Hang on, Matthew's sending me a text here. Uh, hang on, Matthew says here he's got a text for you because he usually he'll he says it was coaching malpractice at the end yesterday. Up 17 with six minutes left, and he starts pulling Edie for every defensive possession. Yeah, he did do that. I, you know, he did. And then he says, and it was layup after layup or free throw, six straight possessions, and he kept doing it. Made no sense. You ought to see the way he watches these games. He's he has a hard time. Well, if he's had a hard time so far, wait till they get into the NCAA <laughs> as a one seed. You know what? I'm gonna, this is my message to Matthew, okay? <laughs> you know, enjoy this team. I mean, it, it, enjoy him. I mean, yeah, he, I agree yesterday. I got frustrated with Painter yesterday, too. And at the end of the game when he was saying, um, he said, well, it was a matchup issue. Uh, you know, they were going small, so we, we decided yeah, to go heard. small. And, my, and, my, and Jamie, my wife, who coached basketball and was an All-American basketball player, said to me, she goes, Greg, why do coaches think they have to they they have to match up to the other guy. Why not make the other guy match up to you? Yeah. You know, I don't understand that. So now now Penn State forced Purdue to come out of their game to play their game? Well I, I don't I don't understand that. Well I I, understand I, that. I disagree a little bit with you on the dynamic of the NCAA tournament because and I'll use Michigan State as an example. The the, uh, the year that uh, what Middle Tennessee Brock knocked out Denzel on the yeah. first game. Yeah. I'll never forget the selection show. They go to all five of those guys. So right. well, who's going to win it? All five of them picked Michigan State to win the national title. Right. And I think when your expectations are high in this thing, you you, you can't you can't enjoy watching the games because we might lose. Well, that's true. I we, mean, we, go we ahead, come lose. to the defense of your son. I, I understand. Well, I can't I, speak I for it, him. You know? I can't speak for him. I mean, I don't know what his expectations are. I will say one thing: Purdue, for a number one seed who is number one in the nation, probably gets less respect. They do. They get no respect. Well, you know what? They're not pretty. Okay, they're not. They're not pretty. But man, to, to me, when I watch them. They're pretty because I like the way they play. They play. They're tough. They play tough 
defense. They get on the floor. They rebound. They get after it. I like teams like that. And 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 when we talk about Michigan State, we can, you know, that was one of the things we talk about the game Saturday. That's one of the things yep. Saturday that or um, Friday when they played that disappointed me so much. There was no toughness there. That wasn't Michigan State playing. That's not how Tom's teams play. They they didn't play defense. They didn't. I mean, they didn't look like they were motivated. It was. It, but Purdue, man, they get after it, and I I think that's what makes them so, so, so tough. My, to me, Edie is very consistent. You know what you're getting with him. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't have many, in my opinion, he doesn't have many. Uh, the guy to me that has to play well for them, and when he does play well, it opens everything up as lawyer. Because I think yeah. lawyer, when he shoots well. And he's been struggling. And, and, yeah. I mean, he's got to have, but you know what, I almost think it's better sometimes you go into the thing struggling a bit as opposed to being on a high and mighty and everything else. Because when you're a one seed, man, they're all aiming at you. Yeah. There's no I mean, question. the pressure, they're aiming at you. And say what you want, Purdue's a one seed. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little surprised they put them in Michigan State, but after the news, we'll get to this. My theory is Michigan State, if it beats Southern Cal, might have had a better shot playing Purdue and getting them to try to beat them three times as opposed to Marquette, because I think Marquette's really good. Yeah, they are really good. They're they are. really they are. good. I like the way they play. All right, Greg's with us. We'll go to break, come back, try the news. It's a Monday. Sparrow Stout on Sports Boxer, and we're back with more after this quick news timeout. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth Fisher. New security measures are now in place at Michigan State. There will be a number of changes for MSU security starting today. Building access, you'll... NHL history, Miss Cindy took to the ice during a break in the action in front of 8,437 fans at the Forum, wearing only a Kings hat, white figure skates, and holding a Kings pen. Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Kick off your St. Paddy's Day weekend with Eaton Rapids Craft Company. There's festivities all weekend long, starting Friday with drink specials galore, corned beef and cabbage, rube... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. App. 
Tap, tap, tap in today. Welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports on Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Give him a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or send him an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Now, celebrating his 30th anniversary on the radio in Mid-Michigan, here's the Dean himself. Tim Stout. On we go with hour number two of the Sparrow Stout on Sports, reminding you about our partner, make them your partner, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac. More than 50 years serving the area. In the uncertain world moving forward of automotive, you want a good partner with good experience who you can trust. Check the boxes for all of that and more. For Shaheen Chevy Cadillac adjacent WILX-TV, we're partners in a lot of ways. They sponsor In My View every weekday morning on the uh, award-winning and ratings-leading NBC Channel 10 morning newscast. Uh, thank you, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, for partnering w- with us. Calling about our hotline is 342-63. We are giving away a set of tickets for two for every girls' semifinal game and championship game Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the Breslin Center. Could have local setup. teams in it, yeah. Uh, so if you want uh, to have a set of tickets for two for all those uh, games, semifinals and finals in the Breslin Center, to let Brock know when you're on the air with a good call. We'll draw uh, one uh, pair today, tomorrow, and one on Wednesday as well. Well, Greg Ayani is in the house. We appreciate him. Do, what were your duties? What were the what were the uh, you know besides the coaching staff during the NCAA tournament in your office? What were the duties if there were duties? I know the one duty I can remember with you was when Michigan State made the Final Four. Tom's first year in 1999. It was handling all those Final Four tickets in Florida when we all got down there. And I thought this has got to be uh, somewhat of a nightmare of all those to make sure we don't get this screwed up, make sure everybody's taken care of, happy buddies happy, and so on and so forth, because he's, the schools don't get enough tickets to satisfy the demand, so now you got to pick out who goes and stays, right? That's correct. Was it a hassle? Oh, huge hassle. And the first time we went down there, um, um, I had oversight, but I didn't have to manage directly the tickets, but but uh, I had oversight of, of the trip and, and the travel arrangements and that kind of thing, and and um, uh, at that time, uh, this is the first time we'd been to a Final Four. Yep. And uh, I, you don't know what you don't know, Tim. And it is, it's overwhelming. It, 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 if you haven't been to a Final Four for the, for the, te- for the team staff, the de- athletic department staff to manage that, it is overwhelming. And the demand, everybody wants to go. You don't have the tickets. Uh, you prioritize tickets based on donor levels, and it, you, you know people aren't happy, and it, it's just it's it's absolute chaos. So, you know, we went we went three consecutive years, and um, and we put together was it three years three yeah ninety nine two thousand two thousand one three in a row. Uh, so we put together you know we sat down at the end and said. All the departments within the athletic department said, "Okay, we got to get a plan here and get this organized." And so we got it. We got to the point. We we went so many times, and our plan was so good. I used to get calls from colleagues around the country who whose teams qualified for the first time. Said, "What what do you guys do? What do you?" Do? So I said, "Okay, you need to talk to our business manager. You need to talk to our ticket manager. You need to talk to our uh, 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 head of our fundraising to get a sense on how you need to need to plan this thing." And when you chartered the planes, did the NCAA do that for you, or you left to your own devices? No, they helped. 
Yeah, they helped. And when you and the farther along you get, I mean, the easier it gets because there's fewer teams. But that first weekend, um, you know, it's 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 difficult. And uh, if you get beat, um, sometimes they'll they'll call and tell you, okay, your plane will be there in two hours. Get to the airport. Or they'll say, well, we can't get you a plane until tomorrow night, so you're going to have to tread water for 24 hours. So, yeah, the first weekend is tough because you got so many teams. They're trying to move all these teams all over the country. And if I remember correctly, and the NCAA has changed this, the NCAA has made it more um, availability for players' families to go. Yes, yes. Which I think, if I remember correctly, didn't used to be that way. Oh, no. No, it was you couldn't help the families at all. Uh, and uh, that was that was tough. That was tough, and uh, really frustrated our, our, our head coach, uh, and frustrated all of us, uh, really. And but the NCA is, as you know, as you met, we we were talking off air, Tim. All the money they make in this tournament, is, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Okay, and you can't you can't provide a little bit of money for each kid's family, a stipend to travel to the game. Come on. Or, or, or at the time, Tim, you you weren't allowed as an athletic department to make room arrangements. That's the other thing. You get to a Final Four, there's no rooms. You know, it's it's hard to get rooms. So the NCA allots rooms per school at different hotels, and so now you can take some of those rooms and you can yep. say, okay, you know, Mr. And Mrs. Cleves, you've got a. You know, we've got a room for you at the at the Hyatt, and Mr. and Mrs. Peterson, we have a room for you here. You know, so that so that they've got a place to stay now. And and uh, uh, but that wasn't the case uh, back when we first, first started getting into are, the Final are, Fours. The seats on the team planes. You know, there's usually the planes larger than that. Who decides or how to, and I can only imagine there must be some issues with that as to, you know, let's say, I don't know, if you get a normal-sized jet and you've only got 12, 15 players and, you know, there's going to be empty seats, who fills those seats? I remember the hassle that involved our station in 1999. I'll never forget this. 1999, uh, I'm doing the coaches show. So the issue became we need to have... Uh, access and it's as you know, it, it, it's expensive for all those television stations oh, yeah. on a week to week because you can't buy the airplane tickets in advance. Right. You got to buy them right then and there while the price is high, depending on where you're going. So in '99, it was to Florida. So it's, and state makes the final four. They're in the final four. So the, the issue began, like you say, that you don't have a lot of time to make these decisions. You got like 24 hours. So I remember we asked uh, Michigan State, look, can we send our crew, which was four of us, uh, two photographers, me and another reporter, and, and we to have access to shoot all this stuff to put on the coaches show. And it was debated. And, and then we were allowed to go. That's the good news. The bad news is, is every other television station in the state of Michigan went ballistic because we were getting favoritism right. as a competitor than others. Right, I remember that. It ended with that year. Yeah. And, and and we milked it, too, believe me. I mean, we're shooting them getting off the plane. Oh, yeah. and we're shooting them. Oh, yeah. We're walking down the aisle showing the players where they're heavy. And we're, we're milking it. Well, and we're not using it just for the coaches' show because the agreement was that we could use it for other things. But now coaches' shows have changed to get them away from commercial stations that can have that yeah. over everybody else. Well, I do remember that trip. We had a we, were, we flew a 757, which is about 190 seats. There were a lot of people on that flight. Seats. Yeah. And so you, you've got 
course, you've got the team and the staff. You've got the band. You got to have, uh, I think, the NCA. It's thirty something like 30, that. Yeah. Uh, thirty band members and the director. You've got the cheerleaders. They're on there. Uh, you have athletic department staff. You have the families uh, of the uh, of the staff. Uh, and then, of course, you have the the uh, muckety mucks at the university, yep. who everybody's you know. Well, I need four, I need six, I, I need, need eight. If you haven't you know, met the board of trustees, I mean, get to the final four because you're going to see them. Good lord! So <laughs> it was it was, you know, who's on that plane got all the way to the president. President and the athletic director were figuring out who's on that plane, and uh, that that that's miserable. Oh, okay. I can imagine. Tim, that's miserable. I can imagine. Uh, the, the, every year, here we go. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. And uh, how about this? There was a uh, when we went to um, uh, <laughs> when we won the national championship. There are all sorts of rules at the NCAA fi at the Final Four that are Michigan State rules that were changed because of Michigan State. Well, you got so many uh, credentials to go post game credentials to go onto the floor. Okay, I think you got eight, eight. Okay, to celebrate a win. To celebrate a win, and that's that's extras above and beyond. Okay, uh, that would yeah. Okay, those are your VIPs that you want on the floor. So, <laughs> the athletic director at the time. Uh, I think Clarence was the athletic director at the time, Clarence Underwood. I gave him the credentials. I said, Clarence said, I want them. You, you know, nobody else is going to, I'll take care of it. And um, I felt so bad for him, t uh, Tim. You, you wouldn't believe the number of VIPs that we had. Uh, we must have led the, led the world in VIPs that wanted to get on that I didn't floor. know that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So we went back now. In defense, the number was really low. Okay, the number was really low. So we went back, and and Clarence went back through the Big Ten office and directly to NCAA saying, "Look, you know that's not enough because you know you've got uh, board of regents, board of trustees, presidents. So you you you've got these VIPs that 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 you really have to get down on the floor. We need more than eight. So they expanded that number to let to let more people down, but but it was, um, but you know everybody gets filled with emotion, and then everybody tries to pull rank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's pulling rank. Well, I, I'm I'm more VIP -er than this guy over here. You know, it's and it, and you just I can uh, honest to goodness, Tim. You look at people and you, you look at him and go, really, <laughs> really. This is this this moment belongs to those kids yeah. and that coach. And the people who've invested, or you're a fan. I don't care what what you know what you do at the university, what you do for the university. You're a fan. That's why I brought it up because okay. I could only imagine. Oh, well, I mean, the Tim. hell. The, when we got back, you know, Tim. state uh, that in that first, uh, uh, you know, they got beat in the semifinal, close game to Duke. And we all got back, and so all of the repercussion after it all ended in April was why was WILX TV given mm -hmm. that access? And it went on and on. I didn't care. I had nothing to do with and it. You know Just what? tell me what to do. We'll do it. That decision was made in the best interest of the athletic department. Because okay? we had the and coaches. And we thought yeah. through it. Okay, we thought through it. Mark was involved with that. Right. We thought, and, the, and he thought through that. It wasn't just, oh, you know what? I play golf with Tim. 
uh, you know, three times in the summer, and he's a good guy, and I'm going to give him, you know. No, no, that's not the way it works. No. Is it in the best interest of the athletic department? That's how those decisions are made. And it got changed after that year you know. just because we got enough hassles. To, and frankly, I understand that. Yeah. I understand it. I, I get it, you but, know. But, you know, the, the it, it's it stops being fun. Honest oh. to goodness, Tim, it stops. I always fun. thought about that. I even got to the football games in the Final Fours there. We have callers. Bath is, uh, Blake is up next in Bath. He's up on the uh, Culling Water Hotline on this Monday. Sparrow's down on sports. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just turned on the radio and I heard um, Ayani's analysis on State's loss Friday. Um, don't you think the wide-open shots they missed, like 12? I went back and watched the game. They missed 12 wide-open, un absolutely uncontested shots that probably in a, on a normal day probably half of them go down what hall go over i don't think call even scored a point i don't think it had anything to do with toughness or nothing like that they, they, it was a terrible shooting day remember that shot that hall missed he could have counted to five before he let it go and he barely grazed the front of the rim so i don't think toughness i don't ever worry about time as those teams toughness or not but that's one thing Two, Purdue is definitely a one-trick pony. I agree with all the analysts um, that don't have no faith in Purdue. Like I don't, I think they're a one-trick pony. You take Edie out of the game, they're, they're average at best. Um, so he better stay out of foul trouble. Um, or other, otherwise, they're done. I mean, they're, they're, he's an absolute one-trick pony, that team. And anybody that thinks he's surrounded by good players, I, I don't know what they're watching. Because what's he score like? 30 to 25 percent of their points on a on a game a game by game basis. I mean, anybody that doesn't think Edie's a one trick or they're a one trick pony's nuts. All you got to do is watch and play. All right, thanks, Blake. Before I go to uh, Matthew, sent some more for you, Greg. He says uh, you had said is he enjoying the tournament? He says I'm enjoying it. Rebuilding year for us, Purdue. Still won the Big Ten and Big Ten tournament. It's tough looking ahead to the NCAA tournament when you see how self-inflicted it is. The Penn State lead evaporation. Ohio State were up 14 with 10 minutes to go. Let it get to six. Illinois were up 23 with 17 to go, and it was tied with a minute to go. Iowa were up 21 at about under the 16 mark and let it go within six late. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I I don't necessarily know that. The, I think when when they're playing well and they're, kind of in sync. They can score in a hurry. And the other guys can too besides Edie. Yep. Uh, well, let, let me go back to the comments uh, the, the caller just made. Uh, number one, that you, you're not you're not going to make all the shots. Okay? You're not going to make all the shots. Um, it, you know, the offense comes and goes. Defense doesn't. And if you go back and read Tom's comments after that game, alright, I'm not... I'm not I'm not saying anything other than what Tom said after the game about the defense and right. about and about effort. So um, uh, that that's one thing. Number two, Purdue. Um, I think you need to. Um, uh, yeah, Edie's a huge part of that team. With uh, without him, obviously, that they're they're a different team. But. To say that they don't have anything else on that team, I think you need to go back and check uh, the quality of the recruits that they brought in. Those two guard, freshman guards they have are four- and five-star kids. Okay, so don't, don't 
underestimate. And they've had moments where those other yeah. guys have made big no shots, question. too. No question. So, you know, they won the Big Ten by, by three by games. By three games. Okay, so um, uh, say what you want. And, uh, again, they're not pretty. And I'm not saying they're going to win an national championship. But the lack of respect they get no, they get is, no respect. Is, isn't. <laughs> I, I don't think that's fair. All right, they're the champions. They're, they're the champions. They beat everybody they had to beat to be the champions of the Big Ten. And so, you know, I, I give them a little respect. Well, you know? not only that, they were ranked number one by the Associated Press poll for a lot of the year. Yes. And like Painter said yesterday, he said, you know, the season is so long. Everybody in America is going to have a stretch where you struggle. We had our stretch where they struggled those three right. games. But, you know, they won the last two at Wisconsin and home with Illinois. Uh, they were a little dicey, both, but they, but like he said, like you say, they won them. I mean, at the end of the day, and somebody's still going to have to beat them, too, to knock them That's out. That's right. Somebody's still going to have to beat them. And my guess is there are a lot of coaches don't want to play them. But I'm with you. I when those it's not like those other guys haven't done a thing. They have done a thing. And yeah, I mean he is what he, I I think they get criticized because the guy's physical size is so imposing that everybody just thinks well he's the one guy. Yeah. So, but that's everybody can have an opinion until exactly somebody gets right. knocked out. More in a moment. This is the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Penn Station, East Coast Subs, are you ready for March Madness? You want the best dining anywhere for all those special games? Two locations across from the Lansing Mall and Clippert Street for Andor. There's always a special every month. How about the Reuben Sub for March? That may be the best special, in my opinion, of the mall. From Mark and Cheryl Kellogg, they say, hey, catering, carry out, whatever special occasion you have, there is no menu for subs like you'll find at Penn Station, East Coast Subs, Clippert Street for Andor, and across from the Lansing Mall. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. The official printer of Stout on Sports, the best printer at best print shop I've seen in the area, ASAP Printing, Enochemus. West Jolly Road on the strip mall just off Okemos Road. Ed Giles got it's easy to find. You park right in front. It's clearly marked. 349-7300 with any questions. ASAP printing. All right. If you need signage for getting your people back to work, Florida Cal's informational posters, yard signs, banners, all that because of the pandemic or anything. That's ASAP printing where no job is too big or too small in Okemos. The finest in Mexican food in our area, the three Qdoba Mexican Eats restaurants, Grand River Avenue in in Okemos and East Lansing, Clippert Street and Frandor, 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Dine-in, takeout, catering, they have all those services for you. Google Qdoba Restaurants in Okemos and see for yourself all the amenities that they have for you. At Qdoba, they offer customizable entrees to let you create your own meal masterpiece. Fearlessly explore new favors at the Qdoba Restaurants today. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brand destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluid. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The iconic Coral Gables restaurant on Grand River Avenue in East Lansing, more than 90 years young, with so many loyal customers so pleased that Coral Gables has survived the pandemic and is bigger and better than ever. Catering, carry-out, employment opportunities, all of that at 337-1311. And the fish fries are spectacular on Friday night. When you've got some time to spare with friends and family, you know what the history's been like around that restaurant just east of the campus Grand River Avenue. You'll always enjoy Coral Gables Restaurant East Lansing. One of Michigan's big supporters is Chupin and Sons Recyclers, located out of Kalamazoo, but a presence all over the state in the Midwest. Founded in 1968 by the family Mark Chupin as the head these days, Tom Emmerich at his side, and recycling to make the state a better place is the aim. Google Shoepan for all of the locations and opportunities to recycle and make our state cleaner. Good employment opportunities as well. From a six-person scrap metal recycler now with over 500 skilled employees, way to go Shoepan and Sons. We've got a high five to Greg Sinecropi and everyone who has built Arts Pub into an iconic location on Kalamazoo Street in downtown Lansing. It's a great game day hangout, serving a wide menu of pub grub and pizza, plus a shuffleboard table, dine-in or takeout, closes at 11 p.m., and the menu can be found online at artspublansing.com or call 977-1033. Serving all three labor shifts in the city with wonderful fare. Arts Pub, Kalamazoo Street, have a great time there in Lansing. It's tax season, right? April 17th is the magical day. You better have filed by then, all right? So it's right around the corner. Everybody says, where is it? Mid-Michigan Tax, Deb Alderding and her staff ready to help you, not just this year, but you got to partner with your taxes down the road, and you know they'll be done accurately, correctly, conveniently, and reliably. 694-9545. 694-9545. Mid-Michigan Tax. White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing Sports Leader. The game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFM Radio. Driven Collision is at 977-0955. Greg Ioni is with us as we roll on here on this Monday Sparrow Stunt on Sports. Greg, uh, so uh, the Detroit News is reporting this morning that Michigan State's women's team turned down a bid to the WNIT. And if that's accurate, it doesn't surprise me at all. But it has been since January 28th that Susie Merchant went down and has not been back, nor has there been really any public comment to any degree formally from the university. Where do you think that all lies right now and how much further might that go now that the season's done? They're not in the NC. Well, they're not in anything. They finished 16 and 14 and they had to go across the last five or six weeks on an interim basis. You, you got any thoughts on all this, where anything is? is well, that? I, yeah, I, I have no knowledge on, um, you know, I've texted Susie and just, you know, told her that, you know, I'm hoping she's she's doing better. I, I, I don't know anything about her condition, nor would I, if I did, would I comment on it. But I would think, Tim, that the uh, athletic department is going to have to get something out there soon because it's going to start to impact if it hasn't already they're recruiting you know um 
you, you know, you know how recruiting is. I mean, they're going to, you know, with your recruiting kids, yeah. they, well, who am I playing for? Is, co- is Coach okay? Is she coming back? I mean, you even, know, your, uh, even, your, uh, even your coaching staff. Absolutely. We're, I mean, and we're, we're, the kids we're, in your team. I mean, we're, and maybe they know. I, I don't, maybe they know something and. Um, I, I don't know, but it, but there's probably if there haven't been already, there's going to have to be some decisions made, Tim, on on how they're going to manage this uh, going forward, and uh, so they don't, you know, so they don't blow up the whole recruiting process. I, I mean, it's a bizarre story to me from the standpoint that so little is known for that long of a period of time. Uh, and I'm not saying that we got to yeah. get in there and read her medical charts. I'm not saying that at all. Just to clarify a little bit, because the public, I mean, we get asked this constantly. I mean, it's the number, you know, when I heard they went, when they went up to the Big Ten Women's Tournament, let's be honest, nobody wants to know about state's guards and the backup forward and we're going to play zone or man. They want to know what's the story with the coach. Right. And all the other peers that she has in the Big Ten were the same. You can't believe we had other schools asking us to fill us in like I know. I don't know. I'm like you. I don't know. And I'm not, I don't need to know anything medically other than what they make public. But I think clarifying her status to some degree, if you, even to the extent of you say, you know, we're, we're in a holding pattern, whatever the case may be. Right. Because it otherwise, I mean, I can tell you some of the rumors from the other coaches in the Big Ten wondering, is this what it is? Because they were all together up there in Minneapolis for, for that thing. At any rate, uh, that's, the, that's the latest on that. Uh, you know, one way or the other. Um, I, 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 you were you were talking a little bit. I, I always wondered when you know because Michigan State's an accomplished athletic program, especially in basketball, and has been for football for years. But because there's so many more seats in football available in these stadiums, if you go to those bowls or even I don't know what it was like for the Final Four in Dallas, but I would think football you can accommodate a lot more people than you can in a secluded basketball arena. Yeah, we never had uh, other than the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Got well, sticky. The, that first Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah. it got sticky uh, as far as ticket availability, but. But uh, you know, we were we we accommodated pretty much everyone who needed tickets to the Rose Bowl. But it, it was you know it was dicey. We had to our ticket operation had to uh, you know had to broker some tickets with some folks. But but um, basketball's tough because even in even in those in those big buildings uh, for the Final Four, I mean, people want to go. I mean, there's there's high demand. And the other problem is, Tim, you can't plan ahead, right? A bowl game, you know, as your team's coming down the line, you can see, okay, we got a shot here. And a lot of people start looking into the bowl. But basketball, I mean, it's, you don't know. You can be out. You can be in. You can get hot. You can, you know, Tom's had some teams get to the Final Four. They came out of nowhere. They came out of nowhere, and fortunately, those you know that uh, the department had these policies and 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 processes set up, so we knew what we were going to do when we were going to a Final Four. So, or if we made a Final Four, I should say. But it, but it's 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 difficult. It's difficult for people to plan. It's diff- It's just it's because of the suddenness of it. You know. Well, I, I mean, I've long felt, and it appears to me there is some. Uh, reform in the way they do these brackets. I thought, why would you send a team like Michigan State or anybody on the East Coast out West, especially in, in the first round here? So look at how many more Michigan State people can enjoy the tournament if they can find tickets because they can drive to Columbus. Correct. Yeah, I mean, that's now, right. Now you can drive there. Yeah, and, and there'll be tickets, Tim. I mean, you can go on. You'll, you'll be able to find oh yeah. tickets somewhere. I, now the cost might be. 
a little stiff, but you know, you'll, you'll be able to find tickets if you want to pay. Yeah, no, I agree. And now the secondary market is an enormous factor in all this. And, I mean, it, you know, it, with all those Final Fours that Michigan State's been in and not getting to the championship game, it's an art form as to when you lose your semifinal, how do you get rid of those tickets that pays for the trip uh, to some degree? You know, uh, uh, because now the broker, I mean, if yeah. you if you have, because you only buy the final four, you have to buy all the tickets. You have right. to buy the two, the semifinals and the finals. Right. So you own them, whether you stay and use them or not. And I, I bought through the years, I can still, the years that Michigan State got knocked out in the semifinals, depending on what city it was, that you could turn around if you knew what you were doing, uh, and depending on where your tickets were located. Yes. Because a lot of those tickets in those football stadiums are frankly awful. I'll never forget, Tim, the first year we went to the uh, uh, the regionals, uh, we played in Greensboro, and we played North Carolina. Um, and they had, um, oh, the, the, the guy that just retired, he played with Toronto for all those years. He was... Uh, jump through the through the roof. Brock, you know who that is. Oh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter and and the other guy that played with them. They had another big guy. They were they were a good team. We played really well, but we got oh, beat. Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson. But we but <clears throat> we got beat. But we were not prepared for what happened after that game. See, because we were all rookies. So we had our wife, you know, Jamie was there and the wives of the coaches. And so we were sitting in, in pretty good seats up behind the donors. And as soon as the horn sounded, Tim, the scalpers came oh. came down, and uh, it was. I mean, they're, they're in your space. You know how that works. Oh. They're in, and we were not prepared for it. And uh, fortunately, our ticket manager says, "Okay, we'll give you. We're going to give you the a ticket for a game, but we're not going to give you the package. We're not going to give you the ticket for the second night. You know, if you get that." So the department kept those tickets, see? So we didn't have any tickets to sell. and But these these guys wouldn't believe us. And they're throwing money. They got cash in their hand, and they want to buy tickets. And uh, it's... Uh, uh, same thing happened in St. Louis. Oh, I'll, never, in the, in the, I'll never forget St. Louis. St. Louis, those scalpers came out of nowhere. You, I mean, they they came flying up those steps into those seats. I remember it. And and my family just, was in there. Oh my goodness, it was unbelievable. <laughs> well, remember, but it was the perfect dynamic because Illinois was there. Yes. And it's Saint, the, the games are in St. Louis, and North Carolina is going to win the game with about five, six minutes to go. You know it's over. Yes. So those scalpers, Brock, they're literally climbing through yes. the seats. Yes. And I remember our oldest, the same thing, we're going home. So what do we do with the four that we've got here left? And I remember... <laughs> She's sitting at one end, and one guy's dealing with her, and the kids are down here, and that guy's dealing with it. Now they're arguing with each other, and it got into a bidding war with the game still going on. <laughs> yes. Because El remember, Illinois had all those uh, mobile homes, those trailers. Yes, and right. The, the, the and a lot of those Illinois people were there with no tickets. Correct. But maybe I'll get lucky and get a ticket now and then be able to go to the finals. Yeah. I've never seen oh, that, my that much cash. Can you believe the cash? Oh. Those scalpers were carrying up in those stands I, I mean it was it was an it was just an amazing amazing sight yeah, but if you're not prepared for it 
it's it's really intimidating and almost, and very overwhelming. I mean, they were climbing yeah. through the stands. I mean, I don't know, a dozen, 15, whatever. I'll never forget that because I'm look from where I was, I'm looking across over there, and it was clear that North Carolina is going to win this. Yes. And State's out, and they're going after those Michigan State fans' tickets because they're going to go home. But the big lure, you know, the, and, but I've had years where she's been up there in bad seats, and, and depending on who the final game is, if it's something like Texas Tech, Virginia, the demand's not going to be nearly as high and she had bad you know the other thing about brokers you don't lie to them they know where those tickets are located. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. They, you don't have to say, well, you know, this is on the baseline. No, no, no. You don't need They know where they are. They look at They know what they're getting. And, and like you say, there's. we don't have a credit card dealer. I mean, the cash that some of those guys pull out. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm still, to this day, I'm amazed. And I'm amazed. I'm amazed. That, and I, I mean, there are a lot of well-known people here that you see at the Final Four. And I said, so what did you end up with? He says, I mean, I can't believe this guy gave us, you know, $1,200 for our three, four, to whatever it was. Yeah. I said, I didn't know what, so I mean, and I said, how's he going to, and he just started peeling off the hundreds, and that yeah. helped pay for the trip one way or the other. But a lot of it, of course, depends on where is it located and who's in the thing. Correct. I mean, yeah. if Kentucky's in there, you want, oh, you want Kentucky. Kentucky in there. You know, a story on <laughs> Kentucky, the, the year we, the, the first, in 99, when we went to the Final Four, we beat Kentucky uh, in the regional final to go to the, uh, to go to the Final Four. And uh, we got into the building, you know, get there about an hour and a half before I come in with the team. And I look up in the stands, and there's a little section of green, and the oh, rest yeah. of the building is blue. Yeah. I was, I was just amazed. And so, and so every year we would play at the same side that Kentucky. I was always amazed. Those people had it down to a science. Yep. Kentucky people find tickets, man. They find tickets and fill up the building. It's it's amazing. And, and many amazing. of them figure out a way to buy them well in advance, anticipating we're going to be there. Yes. And they yeah. buy them well in advance because we're going to be there. And that, I mean, that, like, uh, in a way, North Carolina is the same way. You know, again, depending on where it is. Now, for Columbus, I would think Michigan State will have a lot of people there. Yeah, they will. Because it's yeah. too easy to get there. Yeah, the Spartans will find a way to get in the building. you got a There's lot no of Ohio question. Michigan State alumni who are from that area. They'll figure And that Purdue's there, too. They're yes. in Columbus. Yeah. So Purdue will be, they'll, they'll be overwhelmed with people. It's a Big Ten city. So, you know, and Purdue's, you know, they're a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, basketball, Purdue's a big deal. Yeah. They're, they're good. I thought in the Big Ten tournament final yesterday, I was anticipating Purdue-Indiana. Yes. But Penn State beat Indiana. But if it was Purdue-Indiana, now it's, I thought I'm going to get a measurement on Purdue, because Indiana beat them twice. So now it's a payback game. Okay, so Purdue can win the Big Ten tournament and beat its rival doing it. But then Indiana didn't win it. Right. So, we got, you know, that to right. me was an unlikely final from the start of the Big Ten tournament, Penn State and Purdue. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How about, Tim, how about Tom Izzo, 25 consecutive NCAA tournament well, appearances? Well, see, I tell him when I see him of, of his Amazing. career, I say to him, Amazing. I said, Brock will think I'm nuts. I, I, I get the eight Final Fours. I think it's tougher to go 25 straight NCAA tournaments than eight Final Fours. Because in the Final Fours, you're a good team to begin with, so the first weekend you're going to win two. Then you've got to win two on a neutral floor. But you're not playing on the road. Right. You don't have two trips. You only got one when right. you get to the Sweet 16, and it's neutral site. You're in the Final Four. Now, that's an achievement, yes. and that's not easy to do. 
But to me, 25, when you look at all the Blue Blood programs that haven't done 25 in a row, none of them. He broke, he broke Krzyzewski's record for um, most uh, consecutive NCAA NCAA appearances by a single coach. Uh, Kansas has more consecutive NCAA appearances, but it's multiple coaches have done that. Tom has done has broken the record for a coach having the most su- uh, successive that's playing in the Big Ten where you got to play all those league games. you got to go on the road all that no time. Question. You don't have to win the league title, but you got to be good. you got to have a winning year, a successful year, which he's and had. look I, at his non-conference I, I just think of all of his numbers, to me, the one that, to me, is the toughest is, I mean, the Final Fours are great. I get all that. Everybody says that. But I think 25 of those in a row... Without having a miss in there, yeah, it, it's that's phenomenal. Uh, I mean, that, I, that's, that's a level, Tim, of excellence that that is uh, uh, that, that is. And amazing. you remember how tough amazing. it was for him to get started. Yeah. You know, the first couple of years, With you the wonder. NIT. You, I mean, you wonder. I mean, NIT, is he going to yeah. is he going to last? Is he going to survive? Is he gonna, and even Tom would tell you that I didn't know. And then and then what? The Flint kids came in, Antonio yep. and Mateen and that and. The rest is history. Go to break. Come back. Calling Water Hotline is 342263. Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. Greg's here. Brock's here. And this is the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up, uh, more with Greg Arney for the rest of this hour and probably into the 12 o'clock hour. we got tickets to give away from the uh, MHSAA Girls Basketball Semis and Finals, which are going on this coming weekend over at the Breslin Center. Uh, just give, give us a call. Be a good call, and uh, we'll get you in the drawing. Uh, at 1 o'clock, it is ESPN Radio. Then at 4, Offensive Minded with Beanie Howell. 6.35 tonight, WVFN Pistons Basketball as they host the Indiana Pacers. And over on 1240 WJIM and Classic Rack 94.9 MMQ, it is the Michigan State Basketball Tournament Special. That's what's on tap. The game 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. It's still growing and is still one of the popular bistros in the area. Sidebar, adjacent the Abood Law Firm at the corner of Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing, where good friends gather in small groups or large groups for any occasion. And now lunches are available at Sidebar Wednesday through Friday during this season, and you can enjoy outdoors when the weather's good, inside, or anytime. Happy hour, whatever. 
always enjoy a special gathering together at Sidebar Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing. If you're considering any interior remodeling and you want to create a great space for hosting such as kitchens, primary baths, finished basements and the like, you're welcome. I heartily endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and what a terrific job they did for us in all of 10 work days on a massive new deck. Custom-built has a full-service design and remodel-proven process. Their plan is for you to dream, then they design and build. Online, check custombuilt.com, a great local company in Okemos of Michael Flory to serve you. The Dell Technologies semi-annual sale is on with limited quantity deals on top tech. Save on select PCs powered by the latest 12th gen Intel Core processors. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is the Greater Lansing Sports Authority? They're a full-service sports commission with a passion for bringing in, creating, and supporting sports events of all kinds. And their free services include everything from event development and tournament planning, locating the right partners and facilities, and even recruiting volunteers. They're dedicated to helping you host the best event possible in Michigan's capital region. In Greater Lansing, we all love the game. You can learn more at lansingsports.org. Hi, I'm Lucas Shaw with the DBI Office Outlet. As working from home not working for you? It's time to ditch the kitchen chair. The office outlet is the only locally owned Laurel Diamond showroom in mid-Michigan. We offer a great selection of affordable new and used office furniture that you can try before you buy. With more than 2,400 Laurel products to choose from, we can help customize your space to meet your unique needs. All of our new products are backed by Laurel's warranty so you can rest assured your investment is protected. Laurel products offer high quality and design at a more affordable price. The office outlet is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Our showroom is located at 516 North Arch in downtown Lansing. Golfers everywhere have always known the Emerald on 127 North of St. John's as one of the great public courses in the middle of Michigan for people to play. Well, the Emerald was named the Michigan Public Golf Course of the Year in 2022 by the Golf Course Owners Association. And to me, it's no surprise Jay and Katie Eccleton run a first-class operation. Have you played the Emerald yet? Make your plans for 2023. Jay and Katie will take care of you for any special event you want. The Emerald, great golf for everyone in 2023. The Munn team is realtors who get results. John and Jan Munn, you want realty help, real estate help, anytime this year, okay, buying, selling, or just advice, John and Jan Munn, realtors who get results, they are there to take good care of you. Oh, and don't forget, uh, Sparty's Coney Island and Friend, or go tell Dominic behind the counter when you're there, we sent you. Everybody does, but tell him again, tomorrow is half-price Coney Dog Day, right? That's what it is every Tuesday. They're open till 2 o'clock every day, Sparty's Coney Island in the Friend or Shopping Center. Opinions and you. The station Lansing turns to for sports. Turns to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision studios here at WVFN Radio. Our Driven Collision uh, story of the day, March Madness. We got the brackets. We're underway. The Cullinga Water Hotline is 340-263. And our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. Okay, so up at when you were working, you couldn't fill out a bracket sheet. So you, you tell me, who should I put? 
in the east, south, midwest, and west. I'm, I'll, I mean, uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, so it's completely a guessing game, right? Okay. And you know, I'll screw this up. I, I still guess I uh, in the south, Alabama. They're playing close to home at Birmingham. I think they can win game two against Maryland and West Virginia, and at the least get to the Sweet 16 in that. The East, I mean, it's fashionable not to pick Purdue, and I think their road, uh, even in the second game, where they would have to play the Memphis-Florida Atlantic winner. Florida Atlantic, I heard's good. Yeah, that's what I understand. I heard they're good. Florida Atlantic's won 31 games. And then even then in game three, and the upset special in that region, everybody likes Duke, and I do too, but Oral Roberts is 30 and 4, and everybody says they're really good. Uh, however, coming out of there, I, I, I mean, honest to goodness, I, 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 I mean, I guess Marquette to me from what I hear and what I see, maybe you've seen him more than I have. Uh, I like Marquette. Marquette's good. I th- and, I, and I agree. You know, I, 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 think, I think Purdue's going to struggle to get to the Final Four. I, I just do. I, I don't think their guards are good enough. I, I think in the I think the Midwest is wide open because I'm not sold on Houston either as the one. And then I look at I think Miami of Florida's played a rough schedule. They've won well. They came close in the ACC. They're 25 and seven, and yet they're only the fifth seed. Right, right. That you know what I mean? Houston, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Texas- well, Houston. I've seen Houston a number of times when they're they're uh, their number one guard is injured. Marcus uh, Sasser, yeah. Yeah, he got hurt uh, the other day. uh, He has a groin injury. He slipped on the floor. And um, um, if... I think their success depends on him. If he if he comes back, I think they got a shot. If he doesn't, I don't think they they, they don't have a shot. All right. And the West Brock takes Kansas to win it all. If I was going to pick an upset special on there, I'd take Gonzaga. Only because they're under the radar this year, and they've got a lot of seniors. Of you know, Tom's big on seniors. Yeah. Yeah. He's huge on seniors, yep. especially in the tournament. And um, now, could Gonzaga get beat? Sure. I mean, all of them can. Right. <laughs> I like um, I like Texas. I like Texas. Texas is the Texas two has, seed in the Midwest. They have uh, they have a number of uh, of, of oh, they have an older team. They have uh, they have some some fifth year guys, some seniors, and uh, just think they know. survived the dismissal of the coach for yes. all of his off the court issues. The assistants took over, and they haven't missed a beat. They haven't missed a beat. I like Texas. Um, you know, you know, Tim. There's there's probably eight, ten teams that you could make a a good case for. You know, and I guess I think that's what's going to make the tournament so interesting this year. That there there really isn't there there aren't two or three teams that are you know head and shoulders above everybody right. else. In Lansing on the Culligan Water Hotline, Robert's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Robert. Good morning, Tim. What's up, buddy? Hi, Greg. Good morning. I have a question. Good morning. I have a question as far as the uh, the CBI tournament um, and the NIT. I assume the NIT would take the teams first. My question is the CBI tournament. You mentioned there was a fee for that. What is the advantage of the schools paying for that tournament? Um, Aside from going to a warm weather state and perhaps if they got a star player, what are some of the advantages of that tournament for a college? They got to pay an entry fee. All right, thanks, Robert. I mean, 
And that's not, Brock, there's a couple of those other ones, too. And then there was one that was supposed to get off the ground this year, and uh, they the said, PSA, we'll, no, we'll that's see not you happen. next year. Yeah. We're and not ready yet. The CIT is gone. That doesn't exist anymore. Okay, so what is the one, the 27,500? CBI, by? College Basketball Invitation, which is in Daytona Beach. But, and that's what, eight teams, I think? Sixteen. Sixteen, and they're all in Daytona Beach, right? Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I think it's, it's uh, you look at your team and see where they're at. Um, you know, there are some there are some pretty good teams, Tim, that that uh, uh, particularly mid majors that had good seasons that didn't get in the tournament, and so they want to keep playing. Well, Toledo is a classic something. example, and they're That's going right. to Michigan tomorrow. Right. They're twenty seven and seven, yes, and didn't make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And and if you have a young team and and you want to keep playing and keep building on that success, you know, that would be a reason reason to participate in it and. Uh, um, you know, um, it's just just uh, it might be an opportunity to give your program a little more visibility. Uh, that might be a consideration as well. You're too young to remember when the NIT almost matched the NCAA in prestige. Oh, well, it, 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 it more than matched. It was more it than was matched. The it was the tournament was to get into right. the NIT, but if it, that doesn't work out, then I guess we can go be one of the 16 teams in the NCAA. And I attended as a 14-year-old the 1963 Civil Rights Regional Four teams here in Jenison Field. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, yeah. and, and, I, and when that was played... I don't recall anybody anywhere really getting into the issue of the African-American players of Loyola, Chicago, having issues whether the Mississippi governor was going to let Mississippi State fly to East Lansing to play. Can you imagine something like that today? <laughs> and he no. almost, you know, it went right out. But uh, here, I don't think anybody, but it was Bowling Green, Illinois, Mississippi State, Loyola. Loyola won a national title. Correct. And the Jenison was packed. Absolutely. But in those yeah. days, it was a 16-team tournament. So if you get out of that thing, you're in the Final Four. You're in the Final Four. And yeah. Loyola went on to win it. it was, and, but it was packed. And I sat in those wood bleachers. We managed to get four tickets. I think we had to pay a... It was a king's ransom to get those good tickets in midcourt, like $4 a piece, yeah. something like that. <laughs> you know, Tim, that, the back story on that... On the, on that a regional is pretty amazing. If if people haven't oh. aren't aware of that, or it, it would be it would be worth your worth your time to Google that and and look up that uh, that they literally had to smuggle the uh, Mississippi State team out of the state of Mississippi. Babe McCarthy, their head coach, uh, to uh, to, to get come, to play in the to tournament. Come play in the tournament uh, because, because they didn't want them to play they, against African American players in 1963. That's correct. I mean, you know, looking back on it, and I don't ever remember that as a as a fan going to the games that that was right. the issue that it was. Right. And all three teams, all three teams that were participating, other than Mississippi State, had African American players yeah, on their teams. Yeah, all of them did. And uh, yeah, uh, the backstory is amazing. In fact, we've got a small, uh, we've got a small um, uh, monument out in front of yep. Jenison Fieldhouse that recognizes that. Uh, recognizes that event. And, and I remember there were no issues. There was sportsmanship was good. Mississippi State got beat in its first game. But they were, but it was a close game, but they got beat. And, you know, they had all the white guys in there. I mean, that's what their team was. Right. But everybody behaved. Everybody was. was there were no incidents. You were there. There were no incidents. There were no incidents whatsoever. Yeah, because the crowd State was all the, white. The crowd yeah. was there to watch the basketball. Correct. But, but remember, there's not going to be much of an issue with the Michigan State crowd because Michigan State was a diverse university to begin with. That's correct. It was never an issue at Michigan State, it was an issue in the South. 
Yes. But it wasn't an issue here. I mean, that's those were the teams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the basketball was great. And even Mississippi State was pretty good. Now, as usual, it's your call what you want to do from here. If, if you want, if you got to go on all that, fine. If you want to stick around, it's up to you. Whatever. I'm good. We'll I'm be good. back with more in a moment. Calling a water hotline is 342-63. Our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. When the yellow tags go up, the prices come down. The Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales Event has vehicles priced to sell. This 2018 certified Equinox was $20,000. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The AM. The Michigan News Network. NHL history. Miss Cindy took to the ice during a break in the action in front of 8,437 fans at the Forum, wearing only a Kings hat, white figure skates, and holding a Kings pen. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Save big money on your next project with 11% off everything now at Menards. Update your home with a new Spectra gutter system. Gutters are essential. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports on Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Give him a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Now, celebrating his 30th anniversary on the radio in Mid-Michigan, here's the Dean himself, Tim Stout. Hour number three this morning is brought to you by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whatever you can do at Fly Lansing first. We'll see all of you on Thursday morning on the trip down to Orlando. They've got great discount flights. AveloAir.com is the website. And you can also Google Apple Vacations. Non-stops to the Caribbean. You look at that snow, you can get out of this. There are ways to go from Lansing non-stop to the warmer weather sites. We're happy Greg stayed around with us uh, as much as he can here for hour number three here on this Monday Sparrow out on sports. I didn't see any of the golf yesterday. I didn't see much of any of the golf at all. I mean, I was gone just simply, you know, too many times, okay? Uh, I guess he played pretty well. Yeah, he he really did, and as we, we were talking off air, Timmy, uh, there was really nobody gave, you know, nobody pressed him from behind. Um, you know, the guys that were right behind him, they kind of fell back early, and then he went on a birdie birdie bench there. He made four in a row, I, I think. I did see the hole-in-one on Saturday, because we had a moment where we were just killing some time, so I stumbled over a little bit of the Big Ten game between uh, 
Ohio State and Purdue, and then we switched over, and the guy made the hole-in-one there on 17. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, that 17th hole is always entertaining, no question, in that tournament. So, at uh, any rate, so now we're, get, we're getting closer and closer to the Masters. And uh, where I was uh, over the weekend, uh, you've been in Memphis before. I have. Why, why were you down there? NCAA tournament, basketball. Did they play it in the Pyramid or in the FedEx Forum? We played the Pyramid. So the Pyramid now is a Bass Pro Shop. What's the name of the company, Brock? Is that is that what the pyramid, the Memphis Pyramid is? It's, they took they took all the seats out because okay. the the Uber driver was telling we were there for a wedding. So the Uber, so we drive by there. Then we're on the Mississippi. And at any rate, uh, what I recognized was the bridge to Mud Island is the bridge that uh, Tom uh, Cruise was uh, rented away from the bad guys in the movie The Firm. Right. Oh yeah. So, but but the pyramid. I saw we're driving by. So I said, so what do they use that for now? Because the FedEx Forum, where the Grizzlies play, is right, you know, a couple miles away. It's not very far. It's right in the middle of downtown. So he said, well, this Bass Pro Shops, whatever. They came in and they there's a restaurant at the top. Or what well, he's telling me all the stuff that's in there. There were a lot of cars in the parking lot. So there's no more seats in there. They got rid of all that. And I don't know why that thing fell out of favor. And I don't know where the University of Memphis plays its basketball games. FedEx they play. Forum. They play at the Forum. So they, they do play they there. Do play Forum, yes. Yeah. That was right next to the, the church. The pyramid was cool, but it just didn't have the amenities, I don't think, that the... Uh, it didn't, didn't have a lot of suites. It didn't have all those... Well, then the across the street, the, pro, the, pro teams need. the baseball park there for the Memphis Redbirds, which is the Class A affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals, that looks like a major league park. And the light towers there are the highest light towers I have ever seen. And they had them turned on because there was a soccer game. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know what it seats. The guy told me, he said, you know, the Memphis Redbirds, you know, opening day, it says April 10th for the Memphis Redbirds of there. But but uh, so I was telling Brock, I said, the, the irony of the whole thing is where we had to go to the wedding reception overlooked the Lorraine Motel where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated April 4th, 1968. And I remember exactly where I was on the dorm at Michigan State the oh, night yeah. that happened. It was oh, yeah. eerie because they turned that into a museum, a civil rights museum. Right. And right. they have it all cordoned off where the shot came from across the street. That yeah. shot didn't look nearly as tough as the one did in Dallas. Uh, but I guess if you're around these places long enough, you look in... Uh, and there were a lot of people there, too. A lot of, I mean, that's a tourist attraction there in Memphis. And the Uber driver says more people go see the Lorraine Motel than they do Graceland. But you would know you were there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were there, Tim, the uh, the uh, um, uh, museum site hadn't been finished. It was still under. It was still under, under construction. We didn't yeah. go in because we were. I mean, it's right across. We, we were going to the reset, and there. Now I walked through there, took a uh, took pictures. I mean, of room. I mean, it. You can what you remember from fifty four years ago. It all looks the same. Uh, you know, it, it, it all looks the same there today. The weather was terrible while we were there. It was fifty two and rainy, and you know, not to sidetrack, Tim, but if you if you think. I just thought about this. I think I was a freshman in high school. I was finishing my freshman year in high school. And uh, uh, when and I remember Dr. King being assassinated. And I remember my mom waking me up yeah. and telling me that, that Bobby Kennedy had been assassinated I in that June. I was in a dorm for that. In June. In June. That was and, right before final exams. And that was in, within three months you lost those two national yeah. figures. And, um, um, 
you know, you talk about the chaos oh, we're in now. That we're in now, and and that's what the, the, that know, were guns. Then. That's what we grew. That's what the boomers yeah. grew up with um, back in the sixties. Those and were 70s. our nine eleven events. Yeah, it, they were. And you talk about the guns today. Those were two gun incidents then. Yeah, Dave's in Williamston on the Culliga Water Hotline. He's next on the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good. Well, good afternoon. Well, close enough. Uh, you get my draft. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the question I have, I guess I, I'd like to have your your opinions here. Uh, I believe COVID is over, and I believe because there was COVID going on in regards to our college basketball coaches, you know they dress down, and um, right now, um, I you know when I see everybody on TV, everybody's kind of dressed down, and I. I'm kind of old school here, and I'd like to everybody to dress back up and look good, represent your school, represent yourself and everybody else. And I just, I, 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 you know, I believe it's just a little, little tacky. What do you think? Well, that comes up all the time. Thanks, Dave. There are, Brock, there are a couple of, who there, I think there's one or two in the Big Ten where they wear coats and ties. Well, the, what I noticed in the uh, Indiana-Maryland game, both coaches yeah, but, had suit. Both staffs, yeah, yeah had, had coats and ties on. Coats and ties on, and I agree with Dave. Um, you know what? I miss that. I, I think there was a there was a level of of uh, of respect to the game, uh, to the event that 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 portrayed. And I wish the coaches would go does back. Greg to that. Garda, Wisconsin. I'm trying to remember yes, now. He, does. he wears a coat, but and his tie is always loose. And the tie's loose. Tie's loose. And but I, but I, I agree with Dave. I, I do miss that, Tim. I and I think Calipari at Kentucky doesn't he wear a coat and tie? If I remember, no, he does not. No. I know John Shira Duke does not. Does not. He wears, you know, casual as they say, basketball apparel. You know, and I was wondering if if they will. Um, uh, if they'll wear coat and tie for the Final Four, or if they're going to continue to dress as they're dressing now, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about that the other day. But I, I, I agree. I, I, I just think, you know, um, it, it, it's it's an event. It's a big deal. You're the CEO of that program, and don't come walking in in sweats and a yeah. T-shirt. You know, I, I just don't think that. I don't. I just don't think it's right. I mean, I, I guess I got it when it first happened when there were no fans in the stands and they were just trying to get through the season and the coaches. And I think they all agreed amongst themselves, at least at that time, that we're going to dress casual. Now it's splintered off a bit. Right. Everybody's a little bit different. The UCLA coach dresses in a coat and tie. Yeah, McCronin does. Yeah, yes. I've seen him. I mean, I'm trying to remember going back through. because, And not many of them switch back and forth. They're either in a casual basketball coaching apparel or they're in coat and tie. Right. But you're right. I think Woodson at Indiana, I think he does wear a coat and tie. Now, what I'm trying to remember is it's the expressions on the faces because most of the time the expressions these guys are so mad about something. Either it's the score, the player, the official, <laughs> the clock, the problem, the whole deal. I mean, you know, what that's going to be. But what I think is great about this tournament, though, Greg, just like bowl games, they're, we're at neutral sites. And everybody's right. trying right. to make their home of areas so difficult for the opponents anymore. And I think it's been wor it's worked. It's oh, there's worked. no question. There's no question. It's worked. There's no question. It's made it so that the opposing team, I mean, if you win, you really had to play great to overcome all that. But on these neutral sites, and you get different officials, too. 
So you really don't yeah. know. I mean, everybody complains they don't call fouls on Edie. Well, what if the officials in the NCAA tournament, however he's been called in the Big Ten, call him the same way in the NCAA tournament? You know, it's interesting, Tim. The behavior of the coaches has to change, and it does for the NCAA tournaments because because the officials don't take that same level of junk that they and it is junk yeah i you know i i, I, I what game was i watching the other day um, oh the coach from texas a&m the guy is perpetually in the ear of the referee that sounds like bruce pearl at auburn yeah, too i don't know why a referee would stand there and listen to that you know, uh, may, maybe they has, he has nowhere to go, and he's you know he's a captive audience. I guess I don't know, but it, it to me it bothers me. You know, what do you what do you th- well, you think this is a you can negotiate this? You know, you can debate this. It's not a debatable thing, and I know what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know, we all know what they're trying to do. Get the next call, and uh, but but it, it's they're going a little overboard with it. Have you seen guys. Bruce Pearl at all? Oh God, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, just, he's I mean, he he needs a shower after. Yeah, the game. he does. I he mean, does. he's got more time on his feet than the players do. Yeah. And he's always mad. I mean, he's all he's. Now I've seen him at big games where it hasn't quite. But I tell you what, you play Auburn, you're gonna. They're tough. I mean, they've lost ten or eleven, but they're. I mean, you're gonna have to play them. They're they're physical. Yeah. They're, and he's always mad. But like you say, now with neutral officials who don't know the, because I think the Big Ten officials kind of get used to working with these fourteen guys. And they kind of know what to expect. They know what they're gonna hear. Yeah. They know what they complain about. And they kind of ride the rapids with that. I think that helps McCaffrey at Iowa. I think they kind of know how he is, and they'll they'll tolerate, <laughs> but they'll tolerate. Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, it's probably the same with. Tom, I, I don't know. I'd love to ask all these officials. So, what coaches do you think are the worst to deal with and the best to deal with, the least abrasive or whatever? And yet, I can think of almost. I mean, I never see Greg Gard screaming or yelling too much, and I don't know enough about Pikeel at Rutgers. I, I don't know how much he does or doesn't scream or yell. You don't see it all. He's mostly talking to his own players. But some of these, I mean, Woodson's in there all the time. McCaffrey is. I don't know how much Juwan does or not. It's hard yeah. to tell. Buzz Williams, by the way, is the coach at Texas Buzz A&M. Williams. The former Marquette and um, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, at any rate, so uh, before, is there anything else from the weekend that you saw? I guess hockey lost it to Minnesota, which was no big shock. Minnesota, uh, I told Brock, I said, you, Ohio State's playing at Michigan in hockey. They just beat them twice, and then that sport paybacks. Michigan buried them with seven goals in yeah. Ann Arbor the other night, buried them. So now we got Michigan at Minnesota on Saturday night, and everybody's going to like Minnesota in that game, and they're probably the better team overall, but it's a one-game deal. I flipped on the uh, uh, the Michigan. Michigan State um, Minnesota game at the end uh, late in the first period the Spartans were up one nothing and I just turned it on and Minnesota had tied it with a power play goal I had forgotten Tim how that large ice surface in Minneapolis oh, changes yeah. the game yeah it does it's like fast break basketball all the time you know it, you know one pass and all of a sudden boom guys out in the open it's two on one I mean it's such a wide open yeah. game uh, on that big ice sheet I thought Michigan State played very well in the first period they played very well um, and uh, but you know Minnesota's very good they're, they're good ju- they're just good and and uh, I think the Spartans had a good year I, th- I think uh, Adam did a really nice job with the team I think uh, people are back into into it. They're excited about it, and uh, uh, now that they've now that the buildings renovated and finished, and all those 
uh, uh, player uh, enhancements uh, are completed. It's going to help his recruiting, and and, and uh, I think uh, I think the future looks bright. I'm anxious to see how he does the next few years. Did you know the owner of the Lugnuts, Tom Dixon? I met Tom a couple times. You know, Tim, I was when I first moved here. I was on that committee that worked on the siting of the um, stadium uh, of the stadium, and I remember there were three or four different. Um, uh, possibilities of locations. And I remember, who, who was the mayor at the time? Dave Hollister. Dave Hollister. Good guy. I really enjoyed Dave. And, and I uh, enjoyed working with him. And I pulled him aside, and, I, and, and they had this, this site downtown. And I said, Dave, what are you trying to do with this ballpark? He said, well, you know, we want to bring people, people to the community. I said, well, don't you want to bring them downtown? He said, of course we do. I said, then you got to make that site work. That's just my recommendation. you got to make that site work. And one thing led to another, and, that, and that's where it ended up. And I think it was, I think what the Lugnuts have done oh. with the community and the ballpark down there, I think it's, it'll be looked upon as one of the great things no question. that the city of Lansing's done for, for downtown. I mean, it brings all those people down there and, and the businesses that have sprouted up around there. It's just how you would have planned it. You know, and I, I, I think it's a, it's a real feather in the cap uh, to all the people that put that park there, to Dave's vision, uh, and, then, uh, and then the Lugnuts team and ownership, that what they've done for 25 well, years. And now the way they've Terrific. maintained the park. Oh, so, yeah. Terrific. You know, they've upgraded it and upgraded it. I mean, it always looks to me brand new. Yeah. Kudos I'm, to everyone. I mean, I'm like Brock. That. When I saw where they were going to, you know, and there were all those seedy stores at the front of that block. And then I, he's like me. I mean, between Lurch and Cedar, you're going to put a baseball yeah, stadium there? Right? How's it going to fit in there? And uh, it does. It does. It's cool. <laughs> it's got little quirks to it, you know, and, and, and all good ballparks, I think, have a little quirkiness to them. That's the beauty of baseball, you know. But clearly it's upgraded downtown. Oh, clearly. Yeah. All oh, yeah. of those projects around it would never have gone in there had that block not been upgraded with a stadium. Absolutely. And they use it for other things, like he says, the chili thing and the beer thing and every other thing they have going on down there, besides the 66 baseball dates, but too. It, but it's nice in, you know, in the spring, summer, and, and early fall to see people walking downtown and and uh, filling up that space in the evenings and uh, for those ball games, I, I just think it's uh, it, it's a great thing. And 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 kudos to the owner of the Lugnuts, who's you know the thing I wonder, Tim, is I know they say that the 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 club isn't going to leave. Is how will this impact the future of the Lugnuts? That would be my question. How's it going to impact the future of them staying in Lansing? And yeah, I mean, it sounds listed. I, we talked to him the other day. I, I, I think he is convinced that they have no intention of it's not broken, so we don't need to fix it. Yep, good. And, and, and you know, in the city cooperate, I mean, they've got a good relationship there now. They knew Tom real well. And I buy the thing that he says, you know, when this came up, you know, you got to ask her, because he's in his 60s now. I mean, when are we going to get out of it and all that? And I would think in the entertainment industry still, in a lot of ways, selling minor league ballpark tick, uh, tickets to games in this weather. You know, he has a lot of games where he's got to fight the right. weather. And... Uh, 
and and it's got to be a challenge. But it's he knows he said he knows these guys well, and they approached him. It was not the other way around. Okay. So they say he said they approached him. So at any rate, well, I appreciate your coming in. Say okay, hi to everybody. Tim. Enjoy next, the games. Next and, uh, Monday we'll uh, we'll be down to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see uh, see how the Spartans do and the Big Ten does. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to it. All right. Go to break. Come back. Calling out our hotlines three hundred forty two sixty three. We thank Greg for coming in. He'll be back next Monday. This is the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Bull Janitorial is red hot these days. Tough days for all of us. They clean commercial and industrial properties and absolutely clean those properties to the whisker. They provide emergency cleanup services. They're accepting new customers, but they do have a bit of a waiting list, okay? They have a large supply chain that protects customers. They never run out of things like toilet paper, cleaning products, things that customers rely upon. Try Bull Janitorial to make your workspace, your company, neat and clean every day. Of all the recommendations that I've ever given you on this program through the years, no one goes higher than the Munn team for real estate advice. John and Jan Munn work as hard as anyone in the business, trust me, and they truly are realtors who get results. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's at 282-6781. And when they put the one-two whammy on a sale or to get you the best deal possible, you have the best people working for you. The Munn team, realtors who truly get results for anything real estate. One of the Greater Lansing great iconic companies is iDevelopment. There's always something new. Here's Nathaniel I to get caught up with us. Thanks, Tim. We're really excited. Number one is our rebranding under the name iDevelopment. You can still find us at iDevelopment.com and whatever your needs are, commercial, residential, industrial, office, build to suit, we're here and ready to serve your needs iDevelopment, one of the most dependable companies in all of real estate. Get a hold of them today. Welcome back to the Harrison Roadhouse and the Nut House, two dining staples in Greater Lansing, both on Michigan Avenue. Go enjoy the Harrison Roadhouse for any Michigan State event coming up. You'll love the Harrison Roadhouse. Been around for years. Dewey Bramson's turned that place into a monster sensation, right? Just like he's done it with the Nut House downtown right across the ballpark in the Lansing Center. Beggar's Banquet is there for you as well. Great places for dining fun for everyone. The Roadhouse, the Nut House, and Beggar's Banquet for you seven days a week. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're considering any interior remodeling and you want to create a great space for hosting, such as kitchens, primary baths, finished basements, and the like, you're welcome. 
I heartily endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and what a terrific job they did for us in all of 10 work days on a massive new deck. Custom-built has a full-service design and remodel-proven process. Their plan is for you to dream, then they design and build. Online, check custombuilt.com, a great local company in Okemos of Michael Flory to serve you. Another big year is here at Pure Green Smith Tree. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111 to get your quote for the new lawn program before the schedule is full. The new Lawn Plus program provides a soil test as a first step, taking lawn care results to a new level. Hey, hurry, don't miss out. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111. What a great company. And for problems with trees, Pure Green Smith Tree to the rescue. Again at 703-1111. The prestigious Abood Law Firm has offices in East Lansing and Birmingham and has been around since 1956. 332 5900 Abbott and Saginaw in East Lansing. Abood Law understands it's essential to get an attorney involved in your legal issues as early as possible. If you're dealing with legal problems, contact Andrew Abood and his great staff at Abood Law in East Lansing immediately and you'll get the help that you need and can depend on. Abood Law, we heartily endorse Andrew Abood, Abood Law 332-5900. One of the most popular restaurants in our area for years continues that way. Woody's Oasis on Trowbridge Road in East Lansing. As the saying goes, eat at Woody's, live longer with a Mediterranean cuisine. And now the menu has some wonderful new items they're all excited about. Chicken kafta, along with their Woody's burgers, gyros, fries, and a whole lot more. For all the information, the website, woodysoasis.com, or call 351-2280. Woody's, eat at Woody's, Trowbridge Road, East Lansing, and live longer. Evan Wilson is ready to serve you at Climax Insurance. It's 816-2000. That's the easy number to remember. You get a gift card from him just to let him see what he can do online. ClimaxInsurance.com. Spend it any way you want, and then you can see from there exactly how it goes. And also, don't forget, uh, Tom's Food Centers in Okemos and in Portland. Thank you to the entire family for Creatum. They update them. They upgrade them. They renovate them constantly. They want you to have the best experience possible whenever you're at Tom's Food Centers centers in Okemos and in Portland. From the White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m. On we go here with the Driven Collision, Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Good to have you with us, Brock. I got a couple of emails in here. I got, and I got a Pierre Green Smith tree breaking Do that first. Uh, Tom Pelissero, the NFL Network. The Detroit Lions are re-signing defensive lineman Isaiah Bugs to a two-year deal worth up to $6 million. He would have been an unrestricted free agent on Wednesday. So there you go with that. They've also made a handful of other moves, too. They've brought back five or six of their uh, restricted free agents. So uh, there you go with that. This emailer says, Tim, I wouldn't be surprised if no Big Ten teams survived the first weekend. I would be. There's too many of them. I would plus. be surprised, I but would not be shocked. Surprised, okay? I'd be surprised, but not shocked. Uh, let's see. Uh, hi, Tim. For your information... Every game Michigan State's men play in the NCAA tournament will be on a made-in-Michigan court from Connor Sports. I think that's the Upper that's Peninsula. The, yeah, we've known that for a number uh, of years. You know, that's yeah. the UP uh, one right there. Yep. I'm looking at more of the emails that are coming in here just so I make sure that I haven't uh, completely. The Southern Cal team, 
that Michigan State is going to play at 12.15 p.m. on Friday, okay? Uh, Southern Cal is 22-10. and 10. Michigan State's 19-12. and 12. In the Pac-12, Southern Cal went 14-7, and 7, okay? Uh, these teams played one common opponent, Michigan State at Wisconsin. Beat Wisconsin by four, I believe it was. Uh, and uh, Southern Cal lost to Wisconsin 64-59. Uh, Southern Cal's best statistic it is number seven in the country in field goal defense percentage. Take that for whatever it's worth, all right? It's next best stat. It's number 10 in the country in block shots. Take that for whatever it's worth. Okay. Uh, the star of the team, Boogie Ellis. Brock Boogie Ellis. Okay. You like him? He's averaging 18 a game. <clears throat> they shoot the threes, and he's shooting 39%. The other guy is Drew Peterson. He averages 14 points per game. Uh, Kobe Johnson averages nine a game. Uh, Reese Dixon Waters averages 10 a game. So they have Trey White. He averages 90 games. So they have balance uh, all the way across the board. Uh, Southern Cal blew out UCLA 77 to 64 in the so-called battle for Los Angeles. I saw that game. And uh, against Arizona State, Southern Cal won two out of three games, and Southern Cal also beat Auburn, okay? Okay. So, so there you go. And the winner of the Southern Cal-Michigan State game plays on Sunday, time to be announced, between the winner of the Marquette-Vermont game. Now, Vermont's very good, 23-10, and 10, but then they're playing Marquette. Who's one of the hottest teams in the country. So, and have had a great year. And the third game, if it gets to the Sweet 16, could likely be against either Kentucky or Kansas State, okay? Uh, and Duke and Tennessee are over there on the other side of that bracket. And I remember Michigan State scrimmage Tennessee in the preseason last fall. And when uh, the Spartans came back, Tom Izzo said Tennessee had enough talent to win the national championship. Well, they've been up and down, but mostly up. Uh, I mean, they're like everybody else. They've had some losses you can't explain, but they have a big winning record, okay? So there you go. So take all that for whatever that's worth uh, moving forward. That's the Southern Cal team, uh, which will be playing uh, it, for its hometown fans. It'll be 9.15 in the morning Friday, Pacific yeah. Coast time. 12.15, CBS has the Michigan State game. And then again, the winner of the, the, the season ends. Uh, one way or the other for the loser. We all know that. And the winner goes on to play at some point on Sunday, more, more than likely sometime on Sunday afternoon. So where that's all going to play out, how that's all going to finish, who knows. In Fowlerville on the Culliga Water Hotline, Bill joins us on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Hi, Tim. Is uh, Greg still with you? He just left. He, oh, okay. He just left. Uh, well, um, I'm, I mean, who, who do you... Early on, who would you pick that USC-Michigan State game? Who would you give the edge to? I'd probably flip a coin till Michigan State won the toss. But, <laughs> but you know, but again, you tell me, is Michigan State going to play like it did against Ohio State on a neutral floor? And that was a 13th-seeded team in the Big Ten. Or is it going to play, uh, you know, you know, better than that against Southern Cal. And for that matter, how Southern Cal going to play? Because I think when you get these teams in this sport on neutral floors, trying to pin down how these teams play, because that's what you've seen them do previously, I think that's a lot harder to do because the quality of the play, generally speaking, is influenced dramatically, uh, you know, by, by where you play, you know, whether it is, a, you know, whether it's a neutral site, a road game or a home game. Generally right. speaking, and so did you, were, did you were you able to watch the Michigan game? You mean with Rutgers? Yeah. Well, I, it was on in the office, and uh, 
you know, when we were here, the first half we were on the radio, and, you know, Michigan was up 7 to nothing, and then they were up 28-25 at halftime. You know, no harm, no foul. You know, I always say the first halves of these games, for the most part, don't mean a thing relative to who's going to win, especially at the college, well, the NBA too. But nonetheless, so then you kind of come back to it. Michigan's, I mean, they're getting beat by 13, 14 points. Man, it wasn't even that close. It looked like their effort just was And not only there. that, they only had, you know, in the 40s till the end when they finally hit 50. And, you know, where'd their offense go? Uh, well, that's, that's the thing is they, they made no adjustments during the game. They ran the same offense as they did in the first three minutes as they did in the last. Well, you know, everybody's talking about uh, Kobe Bufkin and Jet Howard and Hunter Dickinson and these guys, NBA prospects, and where they get drafted. And I keep thinking, watching them, pump the brakes on these guys a little bit. That doesn't mean they can't eventually down the road. But what, what they're talking about with a couple of these guys I, I just don't see. I think I've thought for years the NBA draft's overrated because even if you've got prominent picks, generally speaking, those guys are not going to turn you around right away. Right away. And, and even then, if they develop, it's going to be later, not sooner, where they're a difference maker. Whereas in the old days, when you were getting seniors who played three or four years of college and they're 22 years old when they're drafted, you know, you might get Magic Johnson, you might get Larry Bird, even though those guys didn't play the full four years. Uh, but they were a little closer Michael to Michael Jordan that. played three years at North Carolina. I, I claim that if you're going to get better, you've got to either sign the free agents, like some of these teams that are up there at the top now do, or you've got to make trades and get better players. Uh, and, yeah. and for the Pistons, it's brutally hard to do. Brut, if not impossible. Yeah, because they're not a free agent destination, generally speaking. So it doesn't really matter how much cap room they have. Nobody wants to come play here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they just got to hope they get lucky in the in the NBA draft lottery, like Victor Wembanyama, and if because if, that's possible, they could end up with him, the seven foot four fr uh, Frenchman, uh, and hope he develops into the generational talent that everybody thinks he's going to be. But we'll I see. told Brock, you know. I haven't seen much of him, but he won't be playing in France anymore. He'll be playing in the NBA. And no oh, NBA, sure. the NBA players on the floor, those guys really aren't intimidated by anybody, especially the top star player. They're not intimidated by anybody. So yeah, I, was, I was shocked when Brock told me that uh, um, Jet Howard is a uh, 10 to 15 project, you know. Well, uh, I, I mean, who knows, all right? I, 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 don't, I don't know that, you know. Everybody thought 100. Well, I mean, Zach Eady's the college player of the year, and he's not even on the draft charts, okay? So if that's the way it is with him. Maybe a second-round pick for him. I think he would get drafted myself. Oh, because he's 7'4". Oh, I, I, I just think him. somebody's got in the second round. Why wouldn't you take a guy that's got some of his achievements? I, I, I would, But I'm not sure that he, he, he may be getting more name, image, and likeness money, which is a better bet for him moving forward with another year if he can do it. Because now as a college player, he can get paid. So, yeah, and I see, I see more SEC teams going farther than I do Big Ten teams. Well, uh, that's a great thing about it on Monday through Wednesday. With the exception of the play, thanks, Bill. With the exception of the playing games, Brock, everybody can have a pick. Dan's in Ionia. He's next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports Morning. Dan? Hey, Tim. Uh, Saturday, I watched uh, Grand Valley women play uh, Drury at the uh, semifinals, uh, uh, regionals. And early in the first quarter, Drury threw up a, a three and made it, but. As I was watching it, I go, well, the shot clock expired. But the referees allowed it. And I'm going, huh. I said, well, anyway, uh, they kept playing. 
and there were a couple foul shots uh, shot and made, and then there was a timeout. And then during that timeout, the referees were at the bench, and they they looked at the score table, and they looked at that shot, and then they waved it off. This was like three or four minutes after after it was made. Isn't there isn't there some kind of time frame there where they where they? I just I've never seen that before. Well, I, because I didn't see it, it's hard for me to say, well, this is what happened when. Uh, thanks, Dan. The one thing is, though, Brock, once play goes back in in any of these sports, whether it's football and the next play, you know, everything else then is in the books. Well, it's supposed to, but there's times where you see uh, officials go back at the next dead ball to see if a shot is a two or a three. I've seen that. And, 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 and they've changed it. So maybe this was a similar type thing. So, and again, without seeing it, True. Uh, yeah. you know, with all of the circumstances and all that sort of thing, without seeing all of that, you know, I'm not, you know, quite sure right now. So, Brock, tonight are the regional opening games in the State Boys High School Basketball Tournament. Mm -hmm. Let me give you the win. Just read them off to me, and I'll tell you who's winning. Yeah. Although it's tougher now because you're not playing local teams. And, and, and you're, for the most part, and you're going, uh, you can go to the game, 730am.com. I have an article talking about all the regional matchups, only seven area teams made it uh, into the regional phase. And the thing that was most surprising is that three league champions, Waverly, Mason, and Olivet, did not make it. They did not even get out of the districts. Well, so you can watch so all the scores <laughs> and highlights with Fred tonight on Channel 10, as you usually do yep. at 11.20 when he's on. So go ahead and run them down. Go. This is what we'll do. At DeWitt High School, there's a doubleheader. East Lansing against Kalamazoo Central in Game 1 at 5.30. Well, Kalamazoo Central is very good. They're 20-3. and three. Okay. Uh, uh, but, you know, now having said, I mean, I guess I would favor. I root for East Lansing. They're the local team. Yep. But Kalamazoo Central will be a tough out. Holt plays Battle Creek Central in Game 2 That's at 7 o'clock. That's another tough out. Out. But theoretically, we could have one team guaranteed to go to the quarterfinals right. if Holt and East Lansing both win tonight because then they play, play for the regional title and the winner of that's got to go to the quarterfinals next Tuesday. Correct. That's a DeWitt. That's it. Up at DeWitt, and I'm going to be there tonight. I'm going to watch both games. Uh, Charlotte against Tecumseh at 530 down at Chelsea High School. This is Division Two. I would favor Tecumseh, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, the, a doubleheader at Hanover Horton High School. Langsburg against Jonesville in game one. Langsburg's undefeated at 22 and 0. I think they'll pull that one 23 out. 23 and 0, I think. I think they're 23 and 0. Yep. Yeah. And then in game two, Leslie plays Michigan Center at 7 o'clock. Well, I think Langsburg's going to get to the quarterfinals. I think so you don't, it doesn't matter whoever Langsburg plays? Whoever they play. Okay. Uh, Leslie, I think, has got six losses. I, I think Langsburg's going to keep it going. Now, okay. I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think they've got a good shot to get out of this regional. Okay. And they've looked good in the tournament so uh, yes, far. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. they got everybody healthy from what I understand, too. Uh, Division three, also Division three. Uh, Palama West Valley against North, North Muskegon, 7 o'clock at Kent City High School. It's hard to pick against PW in anything. It's just hard to do yeah. it. I mean, they, when you think they're, 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 they're due for their Waterloo, then they win and they move on. on almost anything. Seems but you like know it. these guys better than I do. You tell me. Uh, they've got the Eklund brothers. Uh, they are the sons of the PW girls coach, Steve Eklund. Uh, they are Jameson and Grady Eklund. They're very, very good. And I'll go with PW in that one. And then in Division Four at Fowler High School, Lansing Christian, who scored at the buzzer or with two seconds left to beat Fowler in the district final, they go to Fowler and play Fruitport Cavalry Christian. 
know nothing about Fruitport Calvary Christian. Lansing Christian's been down the last couple of years on the boys' side, but uh, back up, uh, back up right now. What so are they? so those record? are the fifteen and nine. So those are the regional games we've those got. Those are the regional. Well, games. Well, I mean, the, look, the marquee games are at Dewitt tonight because yes. you got two local teams, East Lansing and Holt, district champions. At, they played each other what twice? How'd that go? Oh, well, if you don't know, to, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, who would Tim. you pick, East Lansing or Holt? You've seen them. I can't. Well, they, well, I was amazed East Lansing beat Waverly. That's right. If they play each other, right. I mean, I was amazed East Lansing beat Waverly by seventeen. They were the better team that night. They I got mean, off to a great start. Uh, it got a little hairy in the fourth quarter. It was a twenty-one point lead in the third quarter, uh, but uh, Waverly came back, got it down to seven with about two minutes to go. But then East Lansing went on a ten-nothing run to finish the deal. All right, we'll go to final timeout. All right. Uh, again, Fred will have everything on Channel 10 tonight at 11.20. So there you go. Hey, the Berkshire Inn in Williamston are looking for a gardener for the coming season. Some other jobs are available. And they got you for big special occasions. Fridays during Lent, all-you-can-eat fish uh, fry on Friday nights at the Berkshire Inn. And prime ribs on Friday from 4 p.m. to close as well. At least for the time being, 655-4694. That's the Berkshire Inn. Dave and Melissa will take care of you in Williamston. Excuse me, and we're right back with more in a moment. One final, one final segment as we roll on here on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up in 15 minutes, it is ESPN Radio. Uh, then at uh, 4 o'clock, Offensive Minded with Beanie Howell. And at 6.35, we got Pistons basketball. Pistons and the uh, Indiana Pacers playing tonight. You'll hear it here on WVFN. And then at 7 o'clock on 1240 WJIM and Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, it is the MSU uh, Men's Basketball Tournament Special. That's what's on tap. The game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S.com. This hour is sponsored by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first with nonstops to Florida, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere. And check out Google Apple Vacations for the nonstop trips to the warm Caribbean nonstop from Lansing. Much less expensive parking in a neat, clean, safe environment. Get through security much quicker and more efficiently. Lansing is proud of its airport. See for yourself. And during the cold weather, Apple Vacations. Google it nonstop to the Caribbean. When the yellow tags go up, the prices come down. The Shaheen Yellow Tag sales event has vehicles priced to sell. This 2018 certified Equinox was $20,000, now it's $18,800. This 2020 Silverado was $45,000, now just $39,000. This 2018 Trax was $16,700, now it's just $14,900. 
This certified 2020 Traverse was $31,000, now just $29,500. Save big at the Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales event. Sizzle up your St. Patrick's Day plans with Gravity Smokehouse Brew and Q. Friday, Gravity will have live music from The Lash, one of Michigan's largest Celtic rock bands playing from 7 to 11. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Doty Mechanical to serve you. You see those trucks everywhere. 327-7777, locally owned and operated. Heath Atkerson says we offer a full range of indoor air quality products for healthier living, a factory-authorized carrier dealer. Offering a full range of maintenance services to ensure your equipment operates at peak efficiency, all while extending its life. As we like to say, experience the Doty difference. Indoors or outdoors, Doty Mechanical 327-7777. 2023 promises to be a wonderful year for Candy Ford in Charlotte, serving all the mid-Michigan area for years. John Dykstra says it's worth the drive to Lansing Road in Charlotte to visit Candy Ford. You'll find a newer used Ford car, truck, van or SUV, serving drivers for a number of years. You can shop online, okay? Go to candyford.net or go on in the showroom anytime, six days a week, all year long. 2023, a big year. You enjoy Candy Ford in Charlotte. Get more for your money at Meyer Right now, mix or match over a thousand items and pay just one dollar each when you buy seven of items like extra large avocados, select varieties of Campbell's condensed soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, it's double points week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Empers. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel. Michigan State's Forest Acres Golf Course is ready to sign you up for everything during the 2023 season. Of course, you can't play with the snow on the ground, but you can hit balls in the heated stalls and check the pro shops. Everything, golf.msu.edu, okay, for Michigan State at the Forest Acres Course. And for you golfers, and don't forget, Leading Edge Golf, all right, right across from Okemos High School. And then a little bit east on Jolly Road is the official printer of Stout on Sports, ASAP Printing, 349-7300. Ed Giles, people will take care of you. Any printing you need, no job too big or too small, at ASAP Printing and the Okemos Jolly Strip Mall, it's easy to find. Sports talk in the best, best, best. play-by-play in Lansing. It's what we do. It's what we do. Lansing, Lansing sports, sports leader. The game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios. I got a loaner for you while yours is being fixed. They work with the insurance companies. Joe Alert's people ready for you at 975-0977. In Lansing, Tim's up on the Monday Sparrows out on sports. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? Um, are the women going to go anyplace? Are they going to any tournament or anything? Nope. I know they have. Nope. Nope. It's all done for them. They finished 16 and 14. Whatever happens oh. to them and... All of their issues with their coaches and everything else, stay tuned because uh, uh, silence is golden over there. 
don't they have a woman's WNIT? They do, and the Detroit News says they turned down an offer to play. Oh, did they? Wow. So... There you go. All right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's done. Uh, and what about now the girl? And by the way, we're giving away here to one of you a, a pack of uh, two, two, you know, for two. Every single semifinal and final game for the girls basketball tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the Breslin Center to one of our callers today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Uh, and the girls' quarterfinals tomorrow. Uh, yes. There's what? There's three teams. Is four. That four teams left. Yep. Uh, I'll give you the winners and losers, which okay. I'm happy to do. And then that way, you know, and you don't owe me anything for that either. Holt plays uh, Rockford at Kalamazoo Loinart. I root for Holt, and Rockford's a favorite. Okay. Lansing Catholic against Redford Westfield Prep at Chelsea High I think School. Catholic can win that. Keep I do going. Too. I do too. I think I mean they're 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 a tough they're a tough nut to crack. I feel that th I feel the same thing about Ovid Elsie after knocking yeah. off Dansville. They don't have to play Ypsilanti Arbor Prep. They got to play an outstanding Blissfield squad at Springport. I got Ovid Elsie. Uh, I I this is one area where I can't argue with you because you would know this stuff more than I do. Okay. And finally, the two-time defending state champions, Fowler, plays Kingston. It was supposed to be played at West Bloomfield High School, but it's been moved to Mount Morris High School, uh, just closer to both for, uh, for both teams. I think Fowler's a tough out, too. I, I mean, they did not have what this, because they had to replace a lot of players from those teams. And, and uh, Emma Riley, their best player, got hurt during volleyball season and uh, missed part of the season early on. Uh, but they're clicking on all cylinders. She's back healthy, and they're clicking on all cylinders right now. So there you go. Now, Tom Mizzo and Mel Tucker both are meeting with the media today. Tom just spoke last night, but 12 months later, who or 12, 12 hours later, who knows what's changed. So you'll get that updated on uh, the 90-minute 5 to 6.30 newscast. And don't forget our live stream, okay, at uh, the uh, Stout on Sports, uh, you know, WILX.com. Hit the live stream, and we're on around 3.40. We'll get you updated then. Mel Tucker is speaking today as well because Michigan State spring football begins 15 practices tomorrow. Michigan State's Pro Day, uh, that's Wednesday. There were 14 Michigan State football players who were taking part, hoping they impressed the NFL scouts one way or the other. And then the, I don't call it the spring game, because it's not a game. It's a wind-up practice from almost all of these college teams anymore with varying degrees of authenticity of a game. But the final, the 15th and final practice session get-together in the big stadium for Michigan State is April 15th. For Michigan, it's April 1st. And there are no times yet and no formats yet and no prices, if any prices at all, on any of that yet moving forward. But Michigan State finally is going to get uh, spring so-called. It's hard to think spring when you look at the snow that is still coming down outside today. You know, when they I left on Friday, it was pretty well, It was we were losing it. Now yeah. I come back and look at it overnight. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's just not going away. So at any rate, we also have two more of the Sunday Stout on Sports shows to wrap up Season 27 on Channel 10. We'll have a big, uh, obviously, uh, March Madness uh, program 11 o'clock Sunday morning on Channel 10. And who knows whether that precedes a Michigan State second-round tournament basketball game or not. And then March 26th is our final one of the season. So 11 a.m. Sunday, Channel 10, this coming Sunday in the one 
after it. Those are the two more that are coming up. Uh, you've got, again, Fred on Channel 10 tonight, 1120. He's got all the high school scores, highlights, everything else going on, the NCAA basketball tournament, blah, 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 the whole deal. Robert and Lansing, you win the pack of girls basketball semis and finals tickets. I'll call you after the show. we got two more packs to give away this week. So we'll give away another pack tomorrow and another pack on Wednesday. We're still jockeying around with what our schedule is going to be Thursday and Friday. We're not quite sure yet on broadcasts of the girls' semis, only because we're not quite sure who will survive the quarterfinals tomorrow night and move from there. We'll let you know. You've been listening to the Monday Sparrow Stout on sports. Right here on Lansing Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m., the home of the local sports shows in the area. For Brock, I'm Tim. ESPN Radio Programming continues now. Have a great day, everybody. See you on Channel 10 tonight on the news at 6.20. And we'll be back tomorrow at 10.05 for the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on sports. So long. The Michigan News Network. I'm Ryan Recker. Today marks one month since the tragic shooting on the campus of Michigan State University. A non-political walkout has been organized by students and staff today at 2.13, that representing the day of the shooting. MSU implementing new security measures based on input from public safety and campus leaders. Changes include requiring a key card to access most buildings on campus between 6 p.m. and 7.30 a.m. the next day. University also outfitting 1,300 classrooms with a lock system that allows instructors to secure classrooms and allows first responders to enter the spaces in the event of emergencies. Additional cameras will be installed on campus and all students, faculty, and staff will be required to complete an active violence intruder training starting this fall. A Michigan man nabbed at Metro Airport accused of making violent threats against a Midwest University. Michigan News Network's Jonathan Carlson has more. Federal agents haven't said why Arvin Raj Mathur made the threats, but they were violent and detailed enough to land him in a St. Clair County jail while awaiting an appearance in federal court. The 32-year-old former grad student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison is accused of threatening students and staff over email, violent stuff, including saying he would hide the flesh of their children in hamburger meat. In a historic investment in public education in the state of Michigan, Network reporter Taylor Dietz has more. Earlier this week, Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced a giant contribution to support schools across the state. This time, the contribution came from the Michigan Lottery, which provided over $1.2 billion to education. It's the Michigan Lottery's fourth consecutive contribution of more than a billion dollars to Michigan schools. The funding will go toward areas like at-risk programs and career and technical education. Since 1972, the lottery has contributed more than $27 billion. And some good news, Michiganders paying just a little a little bit less for gas this week, on average two cents less. I'm Ryan Recker for the Michigan News Network. Healthcare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at healthcare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. White Law PLLC Studios. The game, 730 AM. Elsewhere Media Station. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.